Hey everybody, thank you for downloading and listening to Late to the Party with Travis Tate. Just wanted to give you a heads up about this episode. The f- it's actually a two-part episode. The first part is just like a usual episode. It's me and Jake sitting down having fun. And then after that, I actually sit down with two very funny comedian buddies of mine, Adam Cousins and Spencer King, and we talk about the important things. You Like, uh, you know, uh, who's the most attractive cartoon character and things like that. So... Thank you for downloading it once again, and enjoy the episode. Right, so Trav, yes, I want to get right out of the gate. You know, I'm going to get right out of the gate. I'm not going to. I'm not going to beat around the bush. You are listening to Late to the Party with Travis Tate. Travis Tate is the other person. I am Travis microphone. Tate. I think that's a record for the earliest Welcome we've ever the actually show. said we the are title. Glad you're all here, but what I'm going to do right out the gate is, and I didn't. I didn't want to prime you on this. I want to get your your freshest reaction. Unprimed. I had a really weird dream the other night. Oh boy. And I want you to... I've had this conversation with several people, and uh, it never ends well. Um, everyone was a boner. I wasn't a boner, but I was having to give a presentation to a bunch of boners. That's not it. Okay. So this is going to sound written. All right. But I promise you this is how it happened. Okay. So a couple of weeks back, I had to go to a 10-hour safety seminar. Mm, fun. Or class, I guess. Uh did you was, buy any safety? Did I buy any safety? Well, I mean, they... They were selling safety. They hit me pretty hard on the safety clear coat, but I think that's more really... It doesn't actually work. It's like you're buying the warranty more than you're actually buying the clear coat. As a safety captain and a person who teaches safety myself, I'm oh. interested to see where this goes. Did we talk about this last week? I No. Like, 10-hour uh, safety, the biggest thing I got out of it is electricity is terrifying yeah it is <laughs> i saw some pretty graphic pictures of I, I i this is how old i am when i realized that like electrical burns there is a entry and exit wound much like a bullet Ooh. <clears throat> and i saw some pretty graphic photos of that and then like you know time lapse photos of like how the wound keeps opening and things like that it's, is, is there any particular uh path it takes for the exit wound it's it, it seemingly kind of like, they, I, I didn't. Can you, in fact, eat thunder and crap lightning? That's what, I, I, that's what I'm getting at. Travis, I'm going to say in, in <laughs> a few circumstances, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mick was right. Um, but, like, like, just really terrifying. Like, if I rub my feet on the carpet too much, I'm like, look, can I'm, feel, I'm feeling scared i need a safe space Ooh, that reminds me i got a little bit of a, a static shock today right on my nipple it was uncomfortable <laughs> okay it was shocking <laughs> did it uh did it arouse feelings in you or no you, it scared it, me you looking to find a, a someone on fetlife that has that same i thing? honestly thought i like stabbed it through something metal or something oh so you shocked it pretty good then yeah i was like what the oh okay it was just it was just a shock well anyway so, anyway took this six hour long class I had a dream the other night that I was this, it wasn't a safety, but that I was at a work seminar. It was like a workplace practices seminar. 
It was led by Marilyn Manson <laughs> and members of Mudvayne. Do you remember Mudvayne? Ah, uh, vaguely. They're really Just bad. They're like bottom tier, like thrash metal-y type band, but they also did like horror, like makeup-y, like silver like dollar makeup. store Slipknot? Kind of, yeah, like dollar store Slipknot. Okay. And, but they all were wearing like, they, they had their face paint and stuff like that, <laughs> but they were also all wearing like three-piece suits. So I was, I would, in my, the dream, I'm going like, why would they set this up? Are they like trying to pander to sort of my, my age group? Why would they have Marilyn Manson teaching me about like workplace, workplace practices? Like just have a guy do it. It's going to be boring either way. I don't care that Marilyn Manson's doing it in this dumb dream. Here's the thing that seems written, but I swear to God, this was in the dream at the end of the seminar, Marilyn said to us all, this is the thing he said. He said, and if you will follow these workplace practices at your own workplace, you too can be, and all of them said together, the beautiful people. <laughs> I thought you were going to say stars in the dope show. Uh, no, it wasn't quite that bad. But, <laughs> Good old uh, double M. But yeah, I was like, wow. And I woke up and I'm like, wow, that was a really good pin on that dream. <laughs> <laughs> Did Marilyn Manson have glasses? And if nope. he was wearing glasses... Did he have the contacts? No. I don't, does he wear the contacts anymore? Or does uh, he have I a think thing, so. Does he have a David Bowie thing where he's got like one super dilated? I have no idea. Marilyn Manson, what's up with your weird eyes? Didn't David Bowie have two different eye colors? No, it's a misconception. One of his eyes oh. was like super, super dilated. I thought he had like one blue and one brown or something like that. No, it's just the one, the pupil is pretty much as big as the iris. I mean, I've seen, I, I know people that have that. It's just a thing. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? Do you go to like, what's up, Mage Tom? No. <laughs> Nothing like that? No. I think that's a long you way to go. You should be more abusive to people, Travis. Me? Yeah. It comes off really mean. The, even even slight saying, sarcasm yeah. comes off as me being a bully. Toughen, so. toughen some of that skin. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but people are not into bullies nowadays. Hmm. So. <laughs> Um, I, I try to shy away from that I, unless I have to. Are you watching? Are you like, it seems like you're watching a fringe thing. I've heard that bullies are on the rise. Are they? No. I don't think they ever went anywhere. I think it's just less acceptable. <laughs> they've been. It's not like they stopped. Cast down. Yeah. They've always been around. They're always going to be around, but it's just a little bit less. It's more frowned upon. That's yes. what I'm saying. No, thanks. More frowned bullies. upon. No, thanks, bullies. No, thanks, Gentle no bullies. Thanks. So you mentioned a little, it's a, something we were going to talk about last week. We never got to it. Little Death Stranding. Uh, Death Stranding is out. It has been released into the wild. Travis. I have seen some posts about it. People are not super excited about it. So I, I have Travis. I have absorbed much like a much like a very healing lotion. I've absorbed a lot of uh, Death Stranding takes. <laughs> I want to hear what what it sounds like you've been hearing about it. Mostly people just complaining about how dumb it is. That I mean, it's nothing really specific. I don't really, I haven't played it. I'm probably never going to play it. It's just most people saying this was not worth the wait. I will say I've been getting two, I've been getting maybe three ends of the spectrum or perhaps four. I mean, there, there is a sort of a schaden, schadenfreude version of me that kind of likes the idea of this game falling. Have you played it yet? Bit. No. Okay. No. All right. Uh, I'm not a good person. Does Travis. anybody like it? Let's start yes. there. Okay. Yes. There are people that are into it. There are people like me who kind of like to see sacred cows taken down. It's a flaw in me, but people still love me anyway. Well, I think that's a lot of people, even like sports fans. 
if you're a sports fan, you got to admit, like when you're looking at the college football scores, when there's an upset, you're like, ooh, an upset. So, ooh. I mean, that's everybody. But how, how like, are so there a lot of people that actually enjoy my, the game? My first experience listening to takes on it seemed to be this game sounds like it's not fun. <laughs> this game sounds like it's tedious. And for a, for a Hideo Kojima game, it sounds like it's still pretty a pretty crazy story but less um less well cooked i guess which you know his games are the the or all the metal gear games are really wild crazy plots but he he has a lot to say mm-hmm. takes that i've been hearing about the story in death stranding is it seems like it's like he's constructing a new world he, some t- a take that I heard is he's kind of going buck wild with the story the way he would with a Metal Gear game that has decades of cachet built up on that you, you know, when you go into a Metal Gear Solid game, you're like, well, this is what I'm in for. So he's starting was a whole f- new world that's like, you, well, I don't know. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Was the first Metal Gear, Gear, Metal Gear Solid? That would actually be kind of fun to play. The first Metal Gear Solid or the first Metal Gear? Okay. Is the first Metal Gear game, how advanced was like the world building in that? Was it pretty basic? Well, it was on the NES. Oh, geez. But I, I've watched And a, he made it? Yeah. He doesn't seem that old. He is a... You know what? Perhaps I have an electronic device that I can look that up. Okay, the first like big platform game. The first how big advanced platform game? How advanced mean? was like you know actual good graphics? Like Are you talking, so the you're generation talking about, like, of Metal graphics Gear Solid we've on got the PS, now. Sure. I think it was on the PS1. Yeah. Was that it super advanced in the world building? Yes, very much so. Very very much so. He is 56 years old. Okay. That was still pretty young. You know, cuz he was he's only 14 years older than us, and we were little kids when we first played the NES. Yeah, so he, pro- he would have been in his 20s when he worked on it. But like, What I'm I've asking watched- is, did he try too much? Did he try to build a world that's as advanced as Metal Gear, which took, what, 30 years to get where it is now, and put it all in one game right at the start? Is that the, what the problem is? Maybe. I Having not played it, and having honestly kind of not push too hard, far into the for, the story because I'm I'm a little on the fence because uh, it seems like it suffers from the same thing as Justice League Justice oh that they too much to because they, they did it all at on, once yeah. instead of taking time and building it up like Marvel did I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's um it's doing that so much okay but, you know what but it's also insane it's also very insane. There's babies and there's a ca- there, there's a guy named Die Hard Man. There's a guy who di- <laughs> there's a guy who dies every like two hours to try and find his his ghost mom and then is <laughs> resuscitated or something like that. Wow. Um, th- there's like it, when you die, it creates a nuclear explosion. Really? Yeah. Is that why the world is kind of barren? Because just from people dying. A little bit unsure. There, there's rain that's called time fall, and it may I think it makes you old. I, <laughs> I like I said I've I've been hearing little fringe things, and I'm I'm still on the fence of because like I said, initial things that people were talking about, it sounded like this game doesn't really sound very fun. To, for, for at this point right now, with all my entertainment things that I'm trying to catch up on, throwing myself into a like forty to sixty hour game that sounds tedious, whether or not 
maybe I can find enjoyment out of it, mm-hmm. still sounds like, I don't think I want to do that just now. So you're not going to buy it anytime soon? On the fence. Because I have... If you do, let me know. We I, Maybe we maybe gotta, we'll have to we gotta do a record thing. playing it as an episode. I, I'm a little on the fence about it right now because I... You know, a lot of the the initial critic take on it was not real positive. A lot of the critic take was, this is this is really ambitious, doesn't really all come together, not Kojima's best work. Hmm. But I have also been reading just some more average Joe takes on it of saying like, no, I'm having a blast with this. The people who are already Kojima fans and that. The, the thing you got to you try and figure out is someone like Hideo Kojima, someone like uh, Martin Scorsese, <laughs> someone who has built up a real big reputation and has something like of a cult-like following, they become kind of critic-proof. Critics can talk about the things they think are wrong. People who want to like it are going to find what they want to like out of it. Right. No, I get it. So reading some takes from some people who wanted to like the game and trying to trying to pluck out the small seeds of, hey, maybe genuinely this does sound like the critics were a little hard on it. So I'm, I'm a little on the fence about it. Death Stranding, I might go there. I think you should. But uh, I'm looking forward to you know, it. Hey, you make grenades out of your pee-pee and your poo-poo. Really? That is a thing. Wow. <laughs> well, I guess if you, you know your death causes a, a nuclear <clears throat> reaction, then I guess... Are you just toxic? Is that what, like, you're you're a ticking time Again, bomb on the inside? Something that I haven't looked, I'm sure that there is an explanation for it, but I haven't looked into it. Do you get to throw your own poo at people? No, you, you craft actual grenades. Ah, oh, that would be funny. If you it's could just, not, here comes some bad guys, you just like reach the behind you. It's not like the gorilla cage at Hogel's <laughs> or anything. So, Death Stranding. That's Death Stranding too. Death Stranding might happen. Might happen? Ha- unconfirmed might happen. Speaking of things that happened, we both have seen the first episode of The Mandalorian. We both, uh, I hypocritically have gotten on the Disney Plus train. And it was outstanding. That's the word I would use to describe it. Yeah, I I liked it a lot. had a great time with it. Um, Good fun tone. Didn't feel overbearing or like... I. I didn't get the sense of that it was uh, pandering. I didn't get the sense of like they were leaning on gags there were maybe takes that i saw so i saw a take from someone saying you know uh spoilers but like early on you see him with several carbonite freezing things right i saw a take of someone saying like uh you know they're maybe leaning on some of these star wars touchstones because uh when boba fett froze han that was not that's not like a bounty hunter pro uh bounty hunter mainstay they were they were at best like, right. are we sure this is going to work? Right. And that was that was a discussion I had with my son. I was like, so how long after... This is after Return of the Jedi. This is post-Jedi. But so this is something really that... Idea. This is something that he probably learned from Boba Fett or Boba Fett told you people. Mean that, you mean Boba Fett who didn't actually get to tell anybody about it? Didn't he? How do you know? I just... How do you know he didn't tell anybody about Mr. it? Mr. Fett told me. Well, no, I mean, I, there was there's time between... Empire Strikes Back and Jedi. Right. He might have he might have put the word out. So, but, but also that is what I'm saying is if it's a couple of years later, that just might have got out there. They also shrunk it down so he could have it on his ship. True. Also true. Which I mean, still isn't like exactly as good <clears throat> as like a freeze gun or something like that. 
because you do hey, have to lure them onto Disney, the ship and free, trick them no into freeze gun. What's up? Trick them into finding the the space toilet. But yeah, oh god, yeah, that was the other thing is like just letting them go down there, giving them <laughs> giving them a chance of uh, of whatever it was, right. whatever dark. That was Horatio Sands. Was by that the way. Horatio Sands? Yeah, it was. I was like, this guy's familiar. Who's it? But it sounds like we're nitpicking. I'm not nitpicking at all. Uh, so uh, I thought yeah, it was we, it was everything that I like about a did western. Did you recognize? Did you recognize it was Gary Busey? How how long did it take you to recognize that was Gary Busey? It wasn't Gary Busey. It Wait, was Nick who Nolte. Was it? <gasps> was it? Yes, that was okay, Nick Nolte, yeah. not Gary Busey. That's the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, it wasn't. Until I, I thought, thought you were legitimately. No, that's thinking it was Gary that's Busey. Like, I mean, we have established. I thought that maybe I confused you. We have le- established in previous roles that I confuse Gary Busey and Nick <laughs> Nolte. But no, in this case, it wasn't until the credits. I was, oh, that, that's that's right. Nick Nolte was gonna be in it. That was a fun character. I liked uh, IG. What was it IG Eleven or something? Was, was that what it was? I don't know. It was the I, robot. It was so cool, just the I, way he'd spin around and I shoot frankly, behind him yes, and stuff like that. That was a way, a way cool way of like showing him in battle. But I like the idea that there is a re- like IG eighty eight was not like with all due respect to tales from the bounty hunters. Uh, I like the idea that they have like a designation of those are bounty hunter robots. Yeah, I think it's I'm, awesome. I'm curious what kind of world building they'll be if if any if they'll be world building on of like oh that's. Because if the I'm sure he's going to meet another one down the road. If they're bounty hunter designated robots, what what do they care about credits? I just like that he kept trying to self destruct. <laughs> he ain't got. He doesn't have to buy any roasted Kowakian lizard monkey. But it was everything that I like about a western, and everything that I liked about Solo. There's there's really no uh, Jedi lore at least so far in there. It's just people living in the Star Wars universe just trying to get by, and it, it's yeah. pretty cool. I you know like that uh, the bounty the bounties that he was being offered by and large like it's 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 mo- it was mostly bail jumpers right just low level stuff he's he's just a bail bondsman and then we go <laughs> he's uh what was the what was the character in Jackie Brown you wouldn't know that Max Cherry wasn't I did see just, Jackie Brown I just didn't like yeah it. you just said you didn't like it he's Max Cherry I think it's Max Cherry Max Cherry I don't know P Robert Forrest uh, uh, Werner Herzog Werner Herzog was fun. Boy, you know, if you went into if you went into like uh, say a job interview and someone, for seemingly no reason, talked very kind of like, like at some point I kept expecting the man to learn to go like, I, are you are you mad at me? <laughs> Who are you mad at? I think he's mad at the world. Who are you so mad at right now, Werner, <laughs> Werner Herzog? But play, but by no measure, like hey, so happy to see Werner Herzog and his his band of dirty boy. Dirty white boy stormtroopers. And then at the end of the episode, not to spoil the end of the episode, because not everybody has seen it, not I realize that. It, but, but are we totally going to spoil it? Or No. No, we're not going to say what he what he finds. But you kind of get the... You're pretty the, sure that Werner the Herzog... <laughs> the Baba Yaga, yeah. The, the Werner Herzog's probably a, a dirtbag bad guy. I mean, plus he had stormtroopers working for him, so... Well, he, he was... I don't know if you saw, he was wearing like a necklace that had the Imperial symbol on it. So he... I, I got the impression he was like... You know how they would have like governors of Grand, certain areas and stuff and like such. that. So this is after the empire's fallen. I'm assuming he was some sort of governor or grand moff or something like that. And yeah. now he's just kind of trying to hold on to his stronghold of hold his area. Together. So he's still got stormtroopers working but, for him, and and it's know, the original, it's still, it's the still original trilogy. So we'll we'll learn his his dark history. Yeah. It's the original trilogy stormtroopers, which is cool. You get to see yeah. them again and. 
It's and gritty and not dirty. Looking, not looking like they're doing so well. Yeah, they look pretty banged up. They're they haven't been polishing their uh, uniforms. So. Yeah, but that was that was interesting. So let's see if we can talk around it. The thing at the end, um, how big of a twist did that feel like for you? I had no idea that it was coming. It was a huge twist for me. I will say that um, once they got into the the big shootout town and they each started like, where's the bounty? Which one's the bounty? I started realizing I had like an inkling of what it might be, not the the version of what it was, but I'm like, I think, I think I know I haven't because obviously the bounty the bounty is going to be the twist. So it's right. like, well, is it going to be an old person? Is it going to be a child? Is it going to be uh, you know, a, a glass of milk. What is it going to, there's going to, it's going to be something that you're not expecting. So, and it and was definitely it was. something I wasn't expecting. The part of it that I'm maybe excited for is what sort of lore that they can establish for that thing. I know because it's hard to, because well, there's not a lot of lore was, surrounding this, this is, at this all. That we've only seen two of those before in the, right. In the star Wars pantheon, as far as I know. Yeah. It's a very, very mysterious subject in the star Wars universe. Uh, so I am I will say, excited to see where I will it tell goes. You this, I talked around it a bit with not racist Craig today at work and he guessed what it was almost right off the bat. Really? Yeah. I gave him a very small description of, of what was going on and he, he called it pretty quickly. Interesting. Maybe because he's the same age. Uh, I do have some slight reservations <laughs> about that thing of what it might, if that thing is going to be the whole series, that's going to be a part of it, of what kind of, what kind of goofs they might run with that. Goofs? I don't know if they're going to have goofs. We'll see though. I think it's probably going to be the, the, you know, the thing that connects all the episodes together. Like I, I kind of think that. But I don't know. I mean, there might be some goofs, but I don't. We hopefully, it's not like Jar very, Jar. I have very distinct goofs that I'm thinking of, but uh, we can't spoil it, so I can't. I don't think them. they're gonna go full Baby Groot. You just did it, Travis. So what I'm saying is, Baby like, Groot. Are we gonna? All have, I said was something from a completely have different like movie. Mandalorian diaper changes. I don't know. I don't Things know. Like that. So I never said what it was. Oh yeah, okay. I did. Okay, Mister. Are we gonna have Baby Groot? I didn't say what it was. I did. Baby Groot is not in the Star Wars universe. Oh, Travis. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't feel any weaknesses coming out of it. I didn't. I didn't look at anything and go like, "Ah, this is really bringing me down, man." Like everything that went on in it. Except for Brian Posehn popping up, so that I got a bunch of texts like, <laughs> "No, you didn't tell us that you were in it, Jake." Brian Posehn. No, I saw his. Uh, I saw him tweet about it that he yeah, was in it. So, fun character, sure. Didn't last very long. <laughs> no, did not. R.I.P. Brian Posehn. R.I.P. Uh, so Disney Plus in general, what's your take, my man? I'm excited. I think I, it looks great. I will say uh, I did not enjoy not being able to, uh, not being able to use it. Uh, I tried to. I ended up signing up because I got a free year of variety, free year of it with my Verizon Unlimited or whatever. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. I could not sign up for it for a couple of for like a day and a half, and I was not enthusiastic about that. I wanted to be able to talk with you about it, Travis. 
I didn't experience any problems logging on or anything because my family did it while I was at work. So yeah, I came I, home and it was ready to roll. Uh, I tried to sign up on my phone and on my laptop and all I got was the spinning blue circle. And then uh, I downloaded the app for my PS4 and I couldn't even access it. I have had a little bit of uh, like it, it popping out and buffering and things like that. But no more than like if I'm watching like a wwe pay-per-view or something like that it does it there too or uh hulu does it really bad so i don't know if it's my internet a lot of people are blaming blaming disney plus i mean it's going to have some hiccups at the very beginning it's a brand new streaming service that millions of people are using all at the same time immediately it's also backed by the most wealthy and powerful thing (laughs) yeah but i mean just Look at when Disneyland opened. There was there was problems. I mean, it's they're gonna work it out. Like, what well, was what in like the fifties? Yeah, this is the fifties of streaming. This is the fifties of two thousand nineteen. <laughs> no, I just. Uh, I mean, it's a brand new thing. My, so my conspiracy theory, like I told you, was I I tried to set it up in the evening, and by the evening time, someone at the Disney looked at it and said, like, well. We're already having server problems. How about we just turn off the possibility to subscribe? It just looks like it's buffering. No, I think uh, there was a lot of people that su- subscribed yeah, like way like before. 10, like they, they, I think they said 10 million plus subscriptions. Well, that's pretty good on day one. Buying like that's buying what Netflix. Seventy million dollars. Seven, ten, yeah. It's really nice. Seventy to see million the dollars guy, in one day. It's really nice to see the little guy winning for a change. <laughs> I just think it's cool. There's so much stuff on there that I haven't seen since I was a kid, um, and it's exciting to go and, and be able to watch that. So, what are what do you got your eyes on for things to watch? Uh, I watched one episode of Ducktales. For I've said new one or old one. Old one. I watched okay. the original. I was just kind of looking for something to watch for a minute. Uh, I'll give it some more. I, I honestly remember Ducktales pretty fondly. And this episode was kind of like, okay, all right. I mean, the voices are cool to hear again. I haven't heard those voices in 20-something years, so it's pretty cool to hear that. Uh, Watched some uh, Clone Wars, the TV show, and the movie, actually. The the animated ones. Are you starting over? Oh, you want the the Tartakovsky ones? Yeah. No, not Tartakovsky. Oh. Those are, the, the cartoons aren't on there. It's just the computer like those OG, in it. Cause there's the CGI only, ones. I think those Clone War cartoon, the like cartoon-ass cartoon ones were, there was only like three or four of those or something like that. That wasn't a big thing. It was no, there was like two seasons of them. But they oh, were on was... Cartoon Network. Oh. So I don't know who owns the rights to it. They're also not canon, apparently. But there was at least two seasons of them. But they're not on there. So maybe eventually they'll... They'll get to them. I don't know who owns those, but the the actual Clone Wars ones they were Lucas films, so that's why they've got the ability to show those. So we're watching those. Uh, I I want to get to Rebels. Yeah, Travis, you What's just that? reminded me. Speaking of speaking of canonical changes, yeah. Do you want to talk about the biggest news of the week? Uh, this is the Han shot first thing. Do you want to talk about McClunky? What's McClunky? That that was the big change on the Han shot first scene. Oh, could, I is just the, saw that they changed it again, but I didn't like have time to read into the details. Or anything. this was, from what I am to understand, this was something that George Lucas was George Lucas was working on yet another pass on the the originals. Mm-hmm. And one of the changes that he made that's in the new one is that just before Greedo gets shot, he yells McClunky. 
I, what, Travis, I need to hear your thoughts on McClunky. Maybe it's like bingo. I can't. <laughs> what, what, what is George Lucas? I don't know. What he is just, he? It's like he just pulls things out of a is hat. Is he Willy Wonka? But like Maybe. Deb Willy Wonka? Kind of. He's kind of like Willy Wonka, yeah. What? I, I need to know more. I, I guess there's nobody telling him that's a bad idea. That's for sure. It, it doesn't really, it doesn't hurt or harm, but it's, it's very strange. I don't know what his obsession with that scene is. It was cool in the beginning when Han shoots Greedo because he knows Greedo's going to shoot him or take him to Jabba. So he shoots him to save his own life. It's, I'm not saying in real life I would shoot somebody, but I mean, it's space. If I'm gonna take it's a, a long time ago. I'm gonna take a buck wild guess. I'm gonna say Han shot first is maybe the first time that George Lucas felt the sting of wait, my idea right. isn't widely accepted. No, hundred percent. You could maybe say it's the Ewoks, but I don't think I don't think he got hit too hard by I that. don't think so, because as a kid I love the Ewoks. I still like the Ewoks now. I don't care if people lots crap on the like, Ewoks. Lots of kids like Jar Jar. Mm, I don't know. My kids didn't. Yeah. My kids thought Jar Jar was stupid. I run across a lot one. of Jar Jar apologists online now. Really? They, they grew up with it and it just, things like that get their hooks I don't blame you. the actor for it. No, no. I know I everybody imagine. crapped on him. I don't blame him. It wasn't, he didn't write it. They told him what to do and how to act and how to walk. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, it, <laughs> it's one of those, like just bad things get their hooks into you when you're a kid and you grow up and you know they're bad. Like, we talked about that you watched Mr. Boogity. Mm-hmm. Mr. Boogity is probably really bad, but it got its hooks in us when we were kids. And I mean, okay, I watched it last night. It's not great, but it's also not bad. For what it is, it's fine. It's pretty much the only scenes, t- or the entire movie takes place in their house, except for one scene. They go to uh, John Aston's office. Oh, yeah. He, he's like the mayor or something Boy. like that. I think he get John Aston to do anything. I think he's they? in the sequel too. I kind of remember the sequel more than the first one, to be honest with you. But there's some funny lines in there. The kids are weird. I mean, there's a it's hey, see, the, it's weird seeing David Faustino slightly smaller David than he Faustino. is now. <laughs> is he in a commercial recently? I don't know. I thought I saw older. He doesn't David look. Faustino he doesn't look that different. Uh, he looked older in his face when he was a kid. There, there's no. There's no shame in liking it. It's just like, look, I'm going to vow, I love the Cannonball Run movies. They are ter- oh. terrible, but I love them. It's because they're fun. But yeah, Mr. Boogity was a fine. Of, a lot of that was, I watched them a lot when I was a kid and bonded specifically with my brother over watching them on videotape over and over again, over jokes that we didn't even get because we were kids. And I'll still watch them now, and there's still that, that loving, that, there's that loving feeling there, even though I know they're bad movies. They're I've, poorly written. They're... <laughs> They're a bunch of it's a bunch of people who are friends who were drunk through most of it, barely barely getting through it. Burt Reynolds is abusing Dom DeLuise. I still love it. I feel like Cannonball Run was written by probably twelve different people. I'd have to, and then I, they just plugged them all together. I I feel like Cannonball Run had a. It's like a uh, uh, what are those like a Mighty Wind type movies? I can't think of. Oh, Christopher Guest. Yeah, like those Christopher Guest movies yeah. where we have a loose plot line. Just go be yourselves and try to follow the plot line. <laughs> well, Mr. Boogity probably cost, I don't know, $87 to make. Yeah. I think they just went to a gag store, bought a bunch of things there, and then they probably used the house from the Munsters, and then everybody just wore their own clothes. 
So it real probably didn't really cost that much to make it all. And to me, Jar Jar is just Mr. Boogity. <laughs> you, it hit you at the right time in your life, so you're just going to like it. It came out in, I think, like 86 or something like that, Mr. Boogity. I feel like it would have been late. Hey, if only I had an electronic device to look that up. I'm pretty sure it's 86. I watched it last night. Uh, but it's fun. I, I immediately... It's a fun little Thanksgiving show. Is it? Is it a Thanksgiving show? It's Pilgrim's. That's Thanksgiving to me. That's as I, Thanksgiving as you need to get. Honest to God, the only thing in 1986. Okay. See? Yeah, Mr. Boogity was a pilgrim, and he was obsessed with uh, this pilgrim widow <laughs> who had a little boy. <laughs> and he was trying to convince her to marry him, and he accidentally blew his house up. The only thing I remember, honestly, the only thing I really remember about Mr. Boogity, I, I told you is, in my mind, it's like a very cheap Beetlejuice, and... It's before Beetlejuice, to be fair to that, Mr. Boogity. That dude, that dude, oh, you know, every time he'd go, just kidding. <laughs> Even in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it in his sleep. Isn't there a, there's a, I think there's a thing in the sequel where. You're talking about Mr. Boogity's Bride. Mr. Boogity's Bride. Which for some reason is, they couldn't spring for Mr. Boogity's Bride on Disney+. Plus. I don't know. Hopefully it'll show up on there eventually. I, like, I want to see it again. sort of. Those sort of like I know they have Mr. onion onion flavored ice cream in it or something. Uh, like that. Oh, I, I I don't remember. I only <laughs> remember that that's called Mr. Boogie Bride. I don't remember anything. Uh, Fuzz buckets on there. I don't remember anything about Fuzz oh, bucket yeah. other than that. That's another one that we watched a lot. I don't know if I ever saw it when I was a kid. To be honest with you, but I remember kids talking about it. I will say the thing that I am probably the most obsessed with that I'm curious to see if I'm going to follow through on is. All of the movies that whenever I look, when I look at them, I get a deep seated feeling of the, the feeling I get from this movie, like looking at Swiss family Robinson or looking at, uh, there's two versions of it on there. Is there, there's like one from the forties or fifties. And then there's the one that we probably grew up watching. Oh, the, isn't that what that is? No, there's two different versions. How, how old is the one that's the, I think it was in the sixties. Huh? Oh, so, so not a huge amount later. I, I, I'm saying like a Swiss family, like both Apple Dumpling Gang movies. I mm-hmm. look at those and the feeling I get inside is it's like late late May, early June. I'm in grade school. They didn't want to do anything, so they just corralled us all into the gymnasium and put that on a screen to pacify us to the end of the year. Yeah, I remember so stuff like that. I'm looking at I'm looking at both Apple Dumpling Gangs. I'm looking at uh, all the Herbie movies. Not fully loaded. Don't don't you know get what? at me like I that. I liked Fully Loaded. Okay, I got nothing necessarily against it. Michael Keaton's in it. It's not giving me that feeling, Trav. I thought I thought she was fine in it. Everybody was all upset. Travis, you act like I'm trying to disparage it. I'm just saying it's not in the category that I'm. Talking you know about. what? Herbie still got it. <laughs> 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 are, are you trying to say that Herbie's a milf? Is that what we're? Is that where we're going? I mean, I don't know much about Herbie's uh, ins and outs, but are you saying Herbie's a vilf, a Volkswagen? I'd like <laughs> to be good friends with. I do own a Volkswagen now. So, oh, Travis, <laughs> apparently you've got a type. <laughs> I guess so, German. No, just like that. Uh, but it even got to the extent of I was looking at Blackbeard's ghost, and I was going like, I don't think I've seen you, but you feel like you feel like grade school gymnasium, so I might. I highly recommend Blackbeard's Ghost. It's one of my favorites of all of those, you know, 60s to 70s anything Disney live action anything comedies. Anything that I looked at and Don Knotts was on it, I'm like, you're, you're going to get watched by Don me. Knotts isn't in that, but it is, it is really good. Well, I saw he's in both Apple Dumpling Gang movies and he's in one of the Herbie's. Gus, 
He's in Gus. He is the in field Gus. goal kicking donkey. Oh my god, that that one I know I haven't. <laughs> that seen. one's on there. That one I know. I, I don't think seen. I've seen that one either. Uh, but the, all those movies, I'm probably going to make a run at. I was I was very disappointed to find out that the Ghost of Mr. Chicken and the Incredible Mr. Limpet were Warner Brothers joints. That's funny because they've they've got a Mr. Limpet on the Little Mermaid ride in California Adventure. It's in the ride. That's weird. It's cool though. It's it's kind of hidden. You have to turn around. Like I knew it was there, so I turned around and took a picture of it. Yeah. But yeah, you have to know that it's there, otherwise you probably won't even see it. That's way weird. It's just kind of hidden in the ride. Is it is it like off brand? Is it like Costco brand looking, Mister? No, Limpet? it's so it's straight up Mister Olympic glasses and everything. That's so weird. I'm sure they got permission. I would have sworn. It, I would have sworn up and down the road that those two movies were Disney joints, but I guess it's just. I don't think I've ever seen the ghost in Mr. Chicken. Well, if it ever comes somewhere, if it's ever across my eyes, I'm definitely going to watch it because I, I got the hots for that knots. Oh, yeah. the hots <laughs> for the knots. Uh, it's cool that there's a lot of shorts on there. Are there? Yeah. yeah. I didn't look through a ton of one thing. One night. thing you can do is uh, if you go through uh, Disney through the years, it kind of puts everything in chronological order. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. So when you say shorts, you... Like a Steamboat Willie? That yeah, Steamboat Willie's the first one on there. You'd think that they'd have to. They're not all on there, but there is a lot well, of we, them on there. And we they, know, yeah. yeah. Song you know, of the they, South ain't going to make it, Trav. <laughs> we've talked about Song of the South. I don't think it's a good movie. and that If you're if you're not going to get it because Song of the South isn't on there, I think... No, who, who would You want to die on that hill, who is that's the fine. Person, who's the person who's out there going, like, I'm not going to sign up unless they put Song of the South? I don't know. I've, I've actually kind of seen people upset that? that Song of the South isn't on there. It's like, be. all right, whatever. Disney Disney, sh- Disney should probably just come out and outright condemn that movie. <laughs> I think what they're doing is fine. Like, just don't even talk about it. Let everybody... Eventually, people are going to die off and not remember Look, it. Look, man, everybody's chasing Martin Scorsese around... Uh, Asking him, you know, asking him about Marvel movies, chase around Johnny uh, Johnny Disney and say, "Look, what's up? What's up with Song and South, Johnny Disney?" If I was Disney, I'd say, "Fine, here you go. Enjoy this piece of garbage because it's boring. The only thing that's even entertaining in it are the cartoons. Every all the live action stuff in there is just boring. It was it was just a mistake. Trust me. And plus, you can find it on YouTube. It's on the internet if you really want to see it that bad. Actually, put in the work." And watch it, and then come and tell me how amazing it was because no, I don't think you're no, going to do that. Anybody out there that's movie, listening, it was, just, it was just a mistake, right? So yeah, Song of the South. I think people just because it's kind of like Disney's dirty little secret that everybody's obsessed with. It's like the holiday special. I finally saw the holiday special a year or two ago. You're it's about hot Star Wars garbage. One? Yes, oh, it's, it's horrible. It's terrible. But, that, but that's it the is thing. George, so bad. It's not even George good. George Lucas acknowledges that it's trash, and that's why he wants no one to see it. I'm honestly surprised that he recognized that it's garbage. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but that's you know that that's you know all in my mind. All Disney has to all Disney the the person Johnny Disney has to say is like that was a mistake, and we we're not releasing it for a good reason. And you all know why pigs in space is better than the star Wars holiday special <laughs> is pigs in space. But is there a pigs in space movie? No, there's not a movie. Just oh. skits on the Muppet show. I, there was a time in the nineties where a lot of stuff was getting made. Like every once in a while I just stop and go, Oh yeah, they made a Coneheads movie. 
Yeah. I, I barely remember that except for there was a bunch of subway tie-ins in it. Did you uh, recognize when they referenced Life Day on the, the yes. Mandalorian? Oh, yeah. I caught that. Don't kid <laughs> yourself. Speaking of the Trav, holiday I caught, special. I caught him saying want, he was wanting to make Life Day this year. <laughs> That's fun. That's it's fine. Canon. It's, it was the same as in Solo when, uh, when what's, her, what's her name uh, referenced that she, she had Terrace Kasi moves. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, all right. We're getting a little thick in here. That game was was fun for what it was when it came out. I had fun playing I it. I didn't ever own it. So. Oh, really? It's just like Mortal Kombat. It's like a ripoff of Mortal Kombat, yeah. basically, with Star Wars characters. Yeah. You, you could be Chewbacca, and he's super strong, but he's also super slow. So if you had a fast character and you could move around him, Everybody you could beat him up pretty good. about where you think that they're going to. But it's it's like the Undertaker. Like, but if he gets a hold of you, you're probably in big trouble. Not not recent Undertaker. <laughs> well, I don't, recent Undertaker actually looks pretty good. He's had his hip replaced. Is he doing okay? I thought yeah. he was in real bad shape. No, he got his hip replaced. He was moving pretty good until uh, Goldberg dropped him on his head last year. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Okay, those kind of things. <laughs> oh, Trav. Uh, Goldberg, famous for so, more Disney, famous for hurting wrestlers than actually Disney being Plus, a good wrestler. I'm going to be so begrudgingly entertained by. Yeah, I think I'm going to spend probably more time on that than anything else. I mean, like I I have the WWE Network, and it's fun just to go back and watch stuff like a WCW from the '80s. I remember watching. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called now on Saturday mornings. And it's fun to go back and watch just that era of like, oh, I remember that guy. I remember that guy. You know, it's fun. It's just nostalgic. It's kind of sometimes life is hard and you give yourself a little treat and go back and watch a Mr. Boogity or (laughs) watch a, you know, a short where uh, Mickey and Donald and Goofy go camping or thing, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I saw saw a tweet kind of alluding to this, but like. A lot of Disney Plus original, because right now, kind of, the original programming is largely The Mandalorian. Yeah, but outside it's going to get so much bigger. Outside of The Mandalorian, they do have a lot of original programming right now, but it's mostly in a category that is basically teens be crazy. Yeah, and then they've got that Jeff Goldblum thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch that. I don't buy the whole Jeff Goldblum is this magical, weird creature guy. Jeff Goldblum... He's fine. He's but fine. <laughs> he's he's got a past just like any other actor in Hollywood, yeah, guys. I saw, he's not this innocent. I saw a little be, bit. You know, just like everything is amazing to me, person. That's not who he really is. Stuff he's reinvented himself. Let's yeah, put it that way. You know, but he has a past. <laughs> sure. So if you enjoy him now, fine. I'm not saying you, know, you shouldn't. Do you know when? But let's not put him on the like. The Bob Ross, Mr. Rogers pedestal that some people have been putting. He's not that. No? No. Okay. No. Do you know when uh, when um, Winter Soldier, Falcon, or uh, Scarlet Witch is happening? Uh, I can't remember. I think I used, to have, I used to have them written down somewhere, but I don't know. Let me, let me ask you this about that. I think I ripped them out of this notepad I've got here. Do you have any sort of upward ceiling of tolerance for uh, canon? Uh, if it's huge things, yes, but if it's small things, I don't care. If it, I don't, I don't see the reason to be handcuffed by something that would be really cool just because somebody put something in episode but three of season seventeen of most specifically. You know what I mean? 
Most specifically with Star Wars, Disney is very, very is currently very protective of the canon they're establishing. Yeah, but I think that's also because they got rid of so much of the legend stuff that I think they had to pretend like they cared about canon. But even the legend stuff, I and and I think that's the same thing. Is I feel like the longer you start. The, the the longer the line of established canon is, the more you're going to get closer to I can't stand this stuff anymore. Like with the with all the old uh, the legend stuff, all the old uh, Star Wars extended universe, it was fun. It was a lot of fun for a while, but the farther they got excuse me, I got a got a little bubble there. I was having a bubble. Having a bubble. The the farther you get, the like yeah, you get your you know, you get your Grand Admiral Thrawns or these things that people ended up really glomming onto and liking. But the lo- farther you get, you get into like Clone Luke or you get into the guy who had like armor that was all lightsabers and stuff right. like that. So the the farther we get with because they treat it all like if they decide to make it, it is established canon and you have to treat it as such. Do you so, know? Do you know why I don't care about canon as much as other people? Honestly, is because I can't remember everything. <laughs> The only reason I care about canon, and it's it's starting to get this way with the Marvel stuff, is every time they make another one, it has to adhere to the Disney Marvel style. Which is why when they brought back Star Trek, J.J. Abrams just rebooted everything. So they just started everything over like canon is out the window now. Yeah. But now it's a fresh start. Every time they say, okay, we're, we're going to do, hey, oh, Mar-, like just say like, oh, Marvel's doing Moon Knight. Like, that's cool. But it's going to feel like all the other Marvel stuff. You might you'll get a you'll get a director who will be able to put some of their spin, just like like Taika Waititi was able to put his spin on you know Thor Ragnarok, but it still feels very much like everything that's done in the Marvel cinematic style. Yeah, slightly a little. And that's bit. why I I get a little like like every time they make something new Star Wars or something new Marvel, it's like if it's a like let's let's say in this instance because they're not because it ended up being Netflix. What if uh, Netflix's Iron Fist, it was like, we, we made this Iron Fist and we can't, everything has to take that into consideration now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, the farther I think, we get into it, the f- right. closer we get to dud. And when they make a dud, they have to acknowledge that that dud is part of the canon. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they pull, I guess they pulled out of Iron Man too, so maybe it's not so bad. I mean, was, not not every not every is, Marvel movie was five stars. Well, but I, I you get what I'm saying. Like, if, they're all at least good. But they, the the but 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 every every Marvel property that they they haven't had a real dud of a character so far. They haven't had a character that they've had to drag along. Really, they've had characters that have made duds of movies. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like uh, Thor: Dark World was not their best effort. Uh, you know, Iron Man 2 was not their best effort, but Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, Iron Man and Chris Hemsworth's Thor were winners. They just had to figure out the right way to keep them going. Right. So when they finally, I don't know, I'm talking in circles. I'm just saying, like, ah, the more they make, the more I'm like, oh, they're having to take so much more into account. And they can't just, it, they get farther and farther away from being able to write a clean story. Because every time you're like, well, maybe I think Moon Knights do, should do this. They go like, well, we kind of established that the vision only does this. So if Moon Knight does that, it's going to kind of cross that over. So you shouldn't write that interesting. It's just story. where canon becomes, it changes from something cool that links things together to something that's actually handicapping 
the writing of, of everything I mean, it's going something forward. something that goes on in comics all the time, which is good that they... Comics has a way of, we have the established canon. We will do incredibly goofy, dumb things to fit... You know, we'll have... like. Uh, are, you, are you familiar with the the one more day brand new day stuff with Spider-Man? No. They basically the what what one more day was, Aunt May got shot to save her. Peter Parker made a deal with the devil that Aunt May could survive, but his relationship with Mary Jane never happened. It was a real hmm. bad idea executed very poorly. <laughs> that they had to do some real goofy stuff to get back. A deal with the devil, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, but comics, I, I've always, I've bought in on comics of they're going to do bad ideas. They will end up finding a way to, like, characters are going to die all the time. Sometimes they'll die well, sometimes they'll die bad. No matter how poorly or well they die, they're probably going to come back. They don't really do that with movies and TV shows. It's too expensive. So when they make a real colossal blunder like that, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to do a brand new day to get Mary Jane back in it. They're going to be like, well, we... Poop the bed. We got to sit in it. You know what comics needs to do that pro wrestling does? Instead of killing characters off, do heel turns and face turns. Oh, they do. Oh, they do that totally. Do they? they? Totally do that. Like like huge characters, like Superman's going to come out and hit Batman with a steel chair. Yeah, I mean it's it's always a, a little bit of, it's a little bit of a swerve of uh, like they did a uh, boy what was it called? There was a thing happened in. Uh, I can't remember what event, but basically the Avengers got caught up in this like wave of things that they all ended up being bad versions. Like there, <laughs> there was a period where Tony Stark was like, instead of the charitable billionaire, he was the greedy billionaire. Like Norman Osborn. Not, e- not no? evil, but more like more, I'm spending this money on me and, mm. and my interests and everybody else can go to hell. So the beginning of Iron Man. Yeah. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. The Playboy Millionaire. Sort of. Sure do. I went off on a bit of a thing there. There was a little something. Yeah. We're good. We're all so, we're all still here. Why don't we just brighten it up with it? We'll talk about I, I watched a very heartwarming thing. Oh yeah? What's I that? Watched, I watched Toy I watched Toy Story Four. I can't bring myself to do it. I went so there's a copy about, of it in my house. This. We've talked about this. I'll 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 set it up. I was like, oh, I need to get it over with. I need the complete set. Toy Story Four felt like it's getting closer to the the getting closer to the cash grab like dude we have done they've gone so far to try and make it feel like that universe got closed i thought it was at three at the end of three what happened at the end of three so this is something that i got out of it was i almost completely forgot what happened in toy story three toy story three uh andy basically gives i don't remember if he does it on purpose or accidentally but he gives the toys to a preschool and that's where they meet the little girl. I can't remember what her name is, but she goes to that preschool and they try to escape because they want to go back to Andy or something. And they almost get incinerated and then they end up, I think they get back to Andy and then Andy gives the toys to the little girl. Yeah. So okay. that now they belong I to the little girl. I could remember how they ended up with the little girl. Because <laughs> Andy took them to her, I think. Is to- how do you feel about Toy Story 3? I liked I remember- it, but I... I really felt afterward, I was like, God, that scene where they're going in the incinerator, that was just so manipulative. I was like, I don't dig it. I, I don't like that they did that to me. There are a few kind of manipulative parts of, 
I thought Toy Story 4 was going to go hard in like uh, you can't take this back sort of moments. It needs to just be fun. It's I think, pretty fun. For the most part, it's pretty fun. I that uh, that movie is kind of what like turned me off a little bit to Pixar. It's like, all right, four I or get three. It. Three. I was like, I get it. You you like to manipulate people's feelings. I get it. I, that I don't dig it. Some people love it. My wife where loves do you it. Think, where do you think Pixar's turn was? Because they've always been... Oh, yeah, they've always always been been like that. Heartwarming kind of movies that that can make you cry. I think when people started talking about how that Pixar is amazing because they make you feel things. So I think it's like, what are we going to do to make people cry in this one? Yeah, that's what I say. Do you think it's up? Was up the first place that they they hit a thing where they're like, (sighs) yeah, don't even bring up. We're going to make people cry. Yeah, that one is the very beginning of the movie for Pete's sake. I really like up. I do, too. I saw it one time, though. And that that scene, the you know the beginning of the life with him and his wife, is really well executed. It's brilliant, but it makes me feel things I don't want to feel, so I don't watch it. But since then, a lot of their movies, uh, Mr. Bing Bong was one of the ones where I'm like, this is really manipulative. That whole movie, I think, I think that entire movie, uh, Inside Out. I'm not a big fan of Inside was Out. Was 100 percent trying to manipulate people. I just I think. I think Inside Out is really ham-fisted. That was not a kid movie. I know, like, well, we're trying to no. teach kids to learn how to accept think, their feelings. I think Wally is their least kid movie. I like Wally. I just feel like it's very much not a kid movie. It's a very. I feel like it's boring for kids. I want to say I don't hate Pixar and I like all these movies, but I don't like feeling feelings. So that's my problem. <laughs> I'm going to be honest and say yeah, it's, Travis Tate on the record. I don't like feeling feelings. I like the status quo. I don't even like being that happy, to be honest with you. I, I just like I'm content with this. 72 that's degrees. That's Travis Tate. Yeah, right there. 100%. That's my personality. I'm not that. I'm not that dude. Like, I, hey, one of my favorite, my favorite movies. And this is this pegs me as how immature I am. I love the Iron Giant, and I cannot not cry like a little baby at the end. Every, I mean, I've I've uh, stealed my, I've kind of worn myself a little bit on it. Mm-hmm. Like I have to take time off. But we, I think I've maybe even told you about this on the show that we went to like a twenty year anniversary, like cinematic screening of it, and I took Gabe, and he knows me. So at the end of the movie, like like the you stay, I go no following, and like mm-hmm. I can feel like he. I can feel him lean forward a little bit and start looking at me <laughs> to see if it's going to get me again. And it, it got me a little. I, I remember in Return of the King when uh, the hobbits start to bow down to Aragorn. He goes, my friends, you bow to no one. And they all bow before the hobbits. That got me. But that it, was... that was you feel feelings and you got up and That was out. nine hours that it earned. You know what I mean? Screw Between you, the three hobbits. movies. It earned it, in my opinion. No, like... I'm I'm trying to get better about that one. I haven't seen Coco. I've heard nothing. Coco's on my list. I've might, heard nothing but amazing things about Coco, Coco but I don't I don't think right now I can I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I'm trying to get better about that when I feel when I feel uh, the feelings welling up in me. Just let them happen. Cry a little. Who cares? I care. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> like uh, uh, when I was watching Logan Lucky. It's not even a, I got to be manly. It's not even that. I just don't like, I don't like thinking about bad things happening. Does that make sense? I just don't. 
because they're going to, and I'll deal with it when it happens, but I don't want to, I don't want to think about it when I don't have to. Does that make sense? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. I guess. Because eventually bad things are going to happen and that's when I want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it on a day where nothing bad has happened. I don't want to bring up that feeling there. Uh, I think there's catharsis. It's like when people go see scary movies, like there's catharsis in like having that, that terror that the thing isn't actually happening. Like I went through that emotion that up and down and there wasn't actually a thing happening. So like it, there, there's catharsis. It feels good. You know, like I, I told you, when I saw Logan, when I watched Logan Lucky, and at the end she comes out and sings, <laughs> I, it hit me in a way I've never had a movie hit me like. And I'm not, wow. I'm not saying of like I haven't seen sad movies. There was something that her doing that triggered the dad gene in me, and right. I, I just, it just hit me in seconds because usually I can feel it like kind of like uh, I can feel the tears coming. <laughs> that like I just started instantly bawling, like a like. Uh, uh, uh. And then I got done. I was like, that was fun. That was fun. God, you got me, movie. Well, I'm you glad you like it. It's not, it's not so my to- cup of tea. But Toy Story 4, it's, it's more fun than I thought it was. I will say it feels a little more like an episode of Toy Story than necessarily trying to further this. Well, I mean, it ends in a way. I, I will say Toy Story 4 ends in a way that if they make any more of those, like this movie went a long way towards saying this is the end of Toy Story. Hmm. Okay. There is a scene at the end of Toy Story that is is in the same ballpark as uh you know in Fast 7 when they have the car separating scene. Yeah. It's it's in that lane of these characters are, these characters are saying goodbye to the audience in a way. Without you my friend. You mean like uh C3PO is in the Star Wars oh trailer? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Travis, should I let myself cry for a dumb yellow robot? Dying? It's not a dumb yellow robot. It's part of our childhood. <laughs> should I let my Should I let myself cry when the spark goes out of? If it happens, Anthony then eyes? I'm not going to worry about it because I th- I think it's one of those things where they want me to think it's going to happen and then it doesn't. Maybe they shoot R two D two instead. <laughs> shoot R two D, which R2-D2 which I think instead. might be more sad. I I will say for myself. Tony Stark dying at the end of at the end of Endgame. If any of you care about that, like a spoiler, just yeah, it's streaming now. So Tony Stark at the dying at the end of Endgame did not touch me. In the I think once something is streaming, it's fair to to spoil it. Mm. Like you could readily watch it, Travis. <laughs> yes. Is it, so as soon as Stranger Things season four goes up, I can just start spoiling. Okay, it? something that was in a movie theater <laughs> that is which, now it's been since the of, summer. Like, if you want to call it news, I think this is putting the cart before the horse a little bit. Apparently, uh, The Witcher's already getting a season two. Oh, I saw that today, yeah. It does look pretty good. I'm, a, I'm super excited because it looks like there's a lot of a lot of stuff from the book that I read that's going to be in it. And I think it looks really cool. As somebody who's never seen uh, Game of Thrones, it looks like this will be my Game of Thrones. It looks Game of thrones sure. I hope I, it's real good. I probably will see Game of Thrones because it looks like I'm going to have to get that HBO streaming thing. Oh, the And HBO that's where Max? it's going to be, yeah. We're just, we're living in cable now? I mean, they're going to have, that's where Supernatural is going to go. All of the DC TV stuff is going to go there. Uh, they're going to have apparently a Friends reunion. Did they just announce that? So I'm probably going to end up getting it. There's going to be a lot of stuff on there I haven't seen. So I am stream, streaming getting out of control. Hey. Yeah. Hot take, streaming be getting out of control, Travis. All right. Uh, why don't you do something, Travis? Why don't I do something? Okay, I saw episodes one and two of Dark Crystal 
Age of Resistance. How did that make you? Did it? It didn't make you feel, did it, Travis? I know you. Have no, a, I no, I was very that. content. <laughs> And just medium. And no, it was really cool. Takes my man. I have completed that series and really, really, really liked it. I like the world building in it. Like that, that, that's one thing you mentioned when when you first saw it. Uh, what they do with Ogra, at least two episodes in, where she's like the defender of the planet, and she's been sidetracked and looking out into the universe by the Skeksis. They basically gave her. Uh, they gave her a universal iPhone and just let her lay in bed and play with it. Basically, yeah. Like I, I used to feel bad as a kid when. Uh, those uh, big beetle creatures would come and break her house up because I was mm-hmm. like, it's not her fault. The the Gelfling came there and she was trying to help him. And they were, nah, no, nah. she she kind of was absent. She was an absent guardian and was, allowed all this to happen. She was so an absentee landlord. Yeah, so it's kind of karma <laughs> coming back on her in that movie now. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a surprising uh, that was a surprising take was that Olga basically was given a universal iPhone and kind of. <laughs> And that's what the, the big spinning machine basically is. is yeah. It's like an antenna to the universe. So uh, I, 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 I probably, like how the Gelflings are expressive, but not too expressive. But they're definitely more expressive than the original movie. And there's so many of them and so many different characters. They're basically humans in it. It's it's pretty cool. There's a ma- uh, You said you did watch that making of? No, there's I haven't seen the making of. There's a making of on of. YouTube that I did not end up watching all of. But initially, they were going to go with full CG. I'm glad they didn't. There's a lot of practical effects in it, and I think that's pretty cool. The uh, the Gelflings are a they're an animatronic slash slight CG mix. Anything that's a hundred percent CG, you can guarantee that in two years it's going to look bad. Yeah, but for some reason, puppets as weird as puppets can kind of be sometimes. They it, it just seems more timeless and evergreen. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just me, but I think some of that is just honestly. I think some of that is just us. I think, I think that there are probably young people that would look at Dark Crystal and go, "That looks so. That looks so hokey." I don't know. I, I just, I've gone back and watched it. I, and I think de- it, my heart definitely belongs to janky puppets. Yeah, it's just fun and just even the Skeksis where they've got a backstory Skeksis, now. Skeksis look really good. Gelflings still look kind of janky, which is what you I think want. They, they look better than. Way better than they did in the oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. But they still, like I said, they look janky, but that's what you, that's what I want. They all kind of look like they're in a 70s rock band with <laughs> with their bangs and their, their like, uh, what's the, like the Farrah Fawcett looking hair? Just bad, bad <laughs> bangs. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, I built this up for you. Watching it and seeing how, how deep they're going on building this universe, did that, did that take you aback at all? No, I'm impressed by it. It's really, really cool. I, I think going initially going into it, I, I was thinking like, well, they're gonna, they're gonna try and tell some origins, but it's really gonna focus. It's gonna focus real narrow. Like instead of focusing on this world, it's gonna focus narrowly on this kind of valley of where the Skeksis are, and what happened. And the Skeksis are just basically Republicans. So, you know, <laughs> that would that also. I thought they would be kind of invading force. No, they're this revered. They're these revered uh, sort of. I mean, they're they're rules. kind of the the guardians. Ogre put them in charge of keeping an eye on things. How the how the Gelflings think that they are guardians is beyond me. But uh, I, or it I, does not look out. Hey, these Gelflings rotting, are kind of they're kind of like just loyal a loyal people. You know what I mean? Even though there's what like is it six or seven different? I don't know if it's tribes or yeah. countries or so they've all got different traits and stuff like that. But they're they're very duty bound and they're they're loyal. 
I mean, to a fault, apparently. But, it, you know, it's like, hey, the, these rotting, conniving lizard people, <laughs> they seem okay. We should probably work With festering them. pustules yeah. on their snouts. That's gross. I hate that. It was pretty gross. I hate that character. I hate that character <laughs> in anything. Even the voice. It's like the voice doesn't match oh anything my, else in the, the entire show. A lot of good voice work in it. You picking out the celebrity voice work? Yeah, there's Jason Isaacs as the emperor. Uh, the scientist as Mark Hamill. Chamberlain as Simon Pegg. Uh, do you think you... No, I mean, would you... Do you think you... Like, I think that the that Mark Hamill, you're going to be able to go... I'll bet that's His was Mark pretty Hamill. obvious, but Chamberlain wasn't. Simon Pegg does a very good Chamberlain. Very yeah. Very convincing yeah. Chamberlain. There's been... I knew that it was him going in. So I was just kind of looking, and every once in a while you can hear like a cadence yeah. that's familiar. But the overall performance, it's it's not Simon Pegg being Simon Pegg. So it, it's pretty cool. And they changed Jason Isaac's voice a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty impressed with it two episodes in. I'm looking forward to I really, the rest really of had them. a good time with that. Uh, I started watching Ozark. Have you ever watched any of Ozark? I have not seen a single is, episode. I'm, I'm it's late. about meth, right? I'm late to the party on Ozark. So far, it is not. So funny you should mention that, <laughs> okay. Trav. What I get out of Ozark is it is a pretty good mix of Breaking Bad and Justified. I thought you were going to say Breaking Bad and Arrested Development. I was going to say it's a pretty good mix of Breaking Bad and The Dark Crystal. Um <laughs> Jason Bateman is a puppet in it. <laughs> is it J- that explains a lot. Yeah. No, it's... It, that explains his haircut. It, is, it, it has the sort of... It, it's the tone of like someone in way over their head trying to save their family it, through crimes. Mm. Mixed with like this sort of backwoodsy uh, hill people kind of vibe. What uh, state does it take place in? It takes place in the Ozarks, wherever the hell that is. I don't even know. Is the Ozarks like... Uh, What's that big trail that goes through like 18 states back east? Is that where the Ozarks are? Is it West Virginia? I don't know. I got West Virginia blood in me. I should know. I have not been paying enough attention. All right. But man, it's way good. Is it? It is so good. Hmm. Jason ba- Jason Bateman's a treasure. Who would have thought? Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman is a uh, is a wonderful treasure. There's always money in the banana stand. Uh, there's money in them Ozarks. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Travis, it is meth, right? Travis, or is it moonshine? Is be, huh? Is it meth or moonshine? In this show? Yeah. Neither. Oh, it's not. I thought it was about them selling meth. No, money laundering. Oh, so, okay. so far though, I'm about. Okay. I think I'm like four or five episodes in. I'm fairly well entranced by it. Uh, the all the performance is great. Um, great story. Really high tension. Hey, Trav, check it out, brother. I but, will uh, probably get to it eventually someday. But I thought I, I had heard people that I had heard talked about it like, oh man, it's so dark. It's kind of depressing. It's definitely dark, but I, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay. So far. So far. Who knows where it's going to go? We haven't even uh, told everybody where we're at. Oh? No, okay. we're, we're at the Wise Guys downtown, Salt Lake City. Yeah. In the green room. Palatial green room. We were hoping to have a guest, but he hasn't shown up yet. So. Well, you know. Those kind of things are going to happen. Hopefully, I'll be able to grab him for a minute uh, before the show, and we'll do a quick record or something, and, and throw it on here because might throw. It we're on about an hour in if he's oh not dear. here. Well, <laughs> so Trav, how's things been in the comedy world lately? Really good. Like uh, last week, 
let's see, I went and I did that gig with Karen Rontowski up in Idaho Falls. That was a blast. Uh, had a hard time getting there. There was a huge accident on the way, and I lost about an hour of time. But oh I got there safe and sound. The show was outstanding. It was super fun. And Karen was killed, of course. She's a great comic. And then, uh, let's see, over the weekend, I hung out. Felipe Esparza was at the Jordan Landing Club, and I went over there and hung out a little bit. And he brought Larry Bubbles Brown with him. Oh, He's I a comedy know. legend. That, that he, name he's is from, familiar to me, but I can't picture him. He's from San Francisco. He, he's still up in San Francisco. He, uh, he tours with Dana Carvey now. And he came up with like Robin Williams and all those guys. Comedy legend. I got to pick his brain for two nights, which was amazing. And then, uh, let's see, uh, Chad Daniels was the downtown club. And Brian Regan was uh, doing a show where, where, uh, at the, uh, the University of Utah at the basketball stadium. So it was like all these show, sold-out shows, including Rontowski up in Ogden. It was like an amazing night for comedy in Utah. And then after the, after the show, Brian Regan came down and hung out at Wise Guys, signed the, the piano and stuff. I didn't get to meet him. I was at the other place. But you know what? I got to meet Larry Bubbles Brown, which... Hey, I'm excited about. You take the legends where you can get them, right? Exactly. Travis, I want to ask you. Yes. Did you get an invite this week? To what? Did you get an invite to see somebody late November? Late November? I don't both, know. We I found out we are both friends with this person. Oh, uh, Yasmin. Yeah, you got you got a you got a uh, invite from Yasmin. I will be at this club. <laughs> I'll be I've, I'll be opening for Steve Simone. I've been asking myself, will I go see Osmeen? She's from Utah, so if you're listening to this and you're in Utah, I, mean, I told you he, go to the Jordan Landing Club and, and see her. You know my Osmeen history, don't you? That you went to high school with her, right? She grew up in my on my like street on my block. Yasmin from the block. Yeah, Hazzy from the block. <laughs> she, I'm sure she. She's she's never gonna hear this, but I'm sure she did. She, I don't. I don't really know her, Travis. I've never I met her either. Her. So, and I probably won't I get to because her and I've heard I'll her be over here. She's excellent, and she probably just threw out invites to everybody on her friends list. But uh, my wife will be able to meet her, so that's cool. <clears throat> I'm sure that she will have nothing but glowing things to say about her. Yeah, but I, I'll be at this club. I'll be at the downtown club with Steve Simone. I haven't Simone, decided so. if, I, if I'm a brave enough little toaster to go. But in uh, that same weekend, my buddy Jacob Lee is going to be in Ogden. So anybody within the sound of my voice, Hasmin's really funny. Go check her out. Yeah, it's going to be good shows all around. If you're in West Jordan, especially, go watch a show. Anybody go check it out? Anybody coming up? You're excited to see Travis. Uh, I'm excited to see everybody coming up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's the correct answer. Cool yeah. beans. Cool beans. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what else, Trav? Trav, what else about comedy? You doing it? You got anything coming up? You going anywhere? Well, tonight I'm doing. I'm opening for Adam Cousins. That's who I was hoping was going to pop in, but he he might still be lifting weights. He's not here Is yet. He, he big dude. Uh, he said he was lifting. Okay. I don't, I'm taking I'm taking it for his word. Okay, and cool. I'll be opening for him up in Ogden. Tomorrow, tomorrow on Saturday, this will be over by the time that comes out. But I'm just kind of week to week right now. I'm out of out of vacation time <gasps> Uh-oh. at my day job, so I am Utah bound until 2020. Ooh, I don't think I'll be leaving the state much. Of course, I said that a week ago, and then I ended up going to Idaho last week. Well, so but I still you can, you had to do, go back to work the next you can day. Do, I oh wow, you did that like I <laughs> yeah, I left work, drove right up there. Did the show and then drove right home, got wow. up a few hours later and went to work. You must have been exhausted. I was pretty tired. Wow. 
Um, I ate an entire pizza on the drive home. Oh, that does sound awesome, though. I bought I bought a hot and ready pizza. I was like, what am I going to eat? It's like, oh, Little Caesars open. I bought a hot and ready pizza and just kind of it kept me awake. On my, uh, gave me fuel. Did you hit the point? Uh, I've, I commit food crimes occasionally and I have a hot and ready pizza. And I eat the whole thing. It's about the last two slices where I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. But there are two slices here. I was like, I got to stay awake, though. No, I had to get out and walk around. I stopped at like a Flying J to use the bathroom. I walked around for a few minutes. It was cold outside, so that kind of woke me up a little bit. It's a long drive back, though. Travis, I I experienced a big cultural thing this week. Ooh, yeah. That, you just remind talking about those sort of food crimes. You just rec- you just reminded me, Travis. I had the Popeyes fried chicken oh. or spicy sandwich. Or it's whatever. good, right? I had it's it. Really good. I had it like two months ago when it like first came out. There's no way anything could possibly live up to that hype. But yeah, but I, you know, I, th- I thought it was going to be like people, people talk Chick Fil A up and down. I'd rather right? not have mayo on it. There was mayo on it. I was like, next time I would order it without mayo. because I want to taste the chicken. You know what I mean? People talk like Chick Fil A up and down the street, and it's fine. Chick Fil A is good, but it's just a they've a got fast a better bun sandwich. I'll say the Chick-fil-A bun is better because it's kind of a sweet roll. Uh, the Popeye's chicken is just better chicken. It's got yeah. better batter on it. It's an actual like hunk of chicken breast. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. It's like a hunk of chicken breast, not like a patty in any yeah. way, shape, Yeah, and it, it is good. So, Popeye's, you have my endorsement. But if you put some of that Polynesian sauce on a Chick-fil-A sandwich... I don't oh like my the gosh. Poly- I don't like the Polynesian sauce. You don't? Oh, I no. love it. I don't trust it. The last time I had it, I like licked the bottom of the container cuz I don't trust it. I don't trust a, I I don't trust so a sauce for meat that isn't red. That isn't red? That isn't red. All right. Try. What about honey? Do you like honey on chicken? That's different. That's the original chicken and waffles. I know the uh, dipping chicken nuggets into honey. Dipping. Same thing. I, you know what? I will say that is something I haven't done since I was a kid. That's something that I feel like I think it's still the best dip for it's a chicken wrong. nugget. It's wrong. It's like, look, man, sometimes when I eat watermelon, I'll pour some salt on oh, it. Oh, I do I that. know I'm committing a crime. I do it. It it brings out the the sweetness of it. It's not a crime. That's science. <laughs> I don't I don't like green sauce. I am well documented by what? family who You don't like green sauce? Only, I do not like green sauce. Oh, I love green sauce. I have a niece who chases me around like, Uncle Jake, the green sauce. I have to go, oh, blah, blah. Like Chili Verde and Cody, stuff like that? Do you my like brother, Chili Verde? My brother, Cody. Cody, if you're out there, stop telling people about the green sauce. <laughs> you just told people about the green oh, sauce. Sh- Gosh damn it. Now, oh, you're not no. going to be able to go anywhere. Oh, That's going to be my thing. I'm going to be up on the stage. Hordes and hordes of, of our listeners are going to be chasing you around with signs. No, I just... It, about green sauce. The consistency to it that I don't care for, Trav. The consistency, Travis. How is it different than like a red enchilada sauce? Fresh revelation, Trav. I have a thing for texture. Okay. And the texture of green sauce just—I <laughs> say the nay, green sauce. So you're talking like a green enchilada sauce? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite things in the world. I don't trust it, Trav. It's not really. Red. You know, oh. a red sauce with that same consistency is somehow going to be okay. Green sauce, mm, no thank you. Green sauce tastes more natural. What? Red sauce tastes like it's definitely got chemicals and red stuff Red sauce in is it. tradition, Travis. Green sauce is like, all right, this is good. Red sauce is heritage. All right. <laughs> all right. I was well, waiting for you to try to fool me with like a, some other kind of sauce. I said that so quickly and knew that green sauce was going to be the only way to go. That Other kinds of sauce? Like what kind of sauce? Anything that's not red. I don't trust it on a meat. 
What about like horseradish? Don't even know what it tastes like. I'm not going to go there. Okay. That's good on like prime rib. You put some uh, horseradish in with some uh, sour cream, mix it up. Good on the prime rib. Uh, what about a gravy? Green sauce is almost like gravy. Is that why you don't like it? I don't honestly. I don't care for gravy. Turkey gravy. (laughs) Gravy is technically just pouring meat on meat. I mean, it's meat juice (laughs) mixed with starch. It could be grandfathered in that way because it's technically it's just meat you're pouring on meat. What about a country gravy, like a sausage gravy, like uh, like the white gravy? Yeah, Uh, the big specks of uh, pepper in there. I I love the. I I like to put a little Frank's Red Hot in mine. I love their song "More Human Than Human." (laughs) More human than human. Country what? What well, you said? White gravy. White gravy. Oh, white zombie. Okay, it <laughs> Sorry, took me a second. Travis. That was a long way to go I'm for that real one. Bad. I'm, real, I'm <laughs> being real bad. I did, I still got the Marilyn Manson dream on my mind. It's nothing. Uh, uh, no, not a white gravy. No, I I don't know. You might get me. Uh, you might be able to get me with ranch, but what meat would I pour ranch on? I don't know. Uh, ranch shouldn't matter. touch meat. Doesn't matter. That's that's like blasphemy. You're not going to catch me, Trav. Or ketchup on My mom will put ketchup on barbecue, the Barbecue, Heinz 57 sauce. You know what? When I was a kid, I loved barbecue sauce, but I am really moving away from barbecue sauce. No. Barbecue Maybe sauce on, ri- on ribs, I'll do it, but I would rather have like a, a sweet mustard. Mustard you can get me, but that's on hot dogs. And as we all know, hot dogs aren't really meat. No, they're not. They're, <laughs> they're just kind of like, I don't know. They're like, uh, they're like meat nougat. They're kind of like meat. Yeah. <laughs> meat nougat. It's kind of like the whipped cream of meat, you know? For, okay, forget about it. 2019, like, <laughs> is pizza an open face sandwich? Is so like 2019. <laughs> For 2020, we're going to make our hot dogs just a, a meat snicker. Or not a meat snickers. Is it just a meat three musketeers? Three musketeers, basically. 2020's yeah. question is are hot dogs just meat? Three musketeers. It's the three oinketeers. <laughs> the three little pigs like turned into a hog. Okay. Okay. I'm on board for this. <laughs> I'm on board for this. And yes, I will. I like it. I like a nice hot mustard on a, on a hot dog. You've caught me in that one, Travis. All oh, right. God. Travis, I haven't eaten. We got to stop talking about food. Um, yes. What's up? <laughs> I think we're I think we're wrapping up here. I, bit, I hit I hit a bit of a, a wall there. That's all right, Travis. You know what? Let's let, let's just let's just call it, Travis. Why let's do we call gotta, it? Let's call it good. in the feuding. So Travis, I, I got to get ready for a show. What what show are you doing tonight? Uh, Adam Cousins show. Oh hey, yeah, doy. Uh, you did say that. So Travis, yes, Jake. You want to promote any shows that people could actually see? Uh, November 29th and thirtieth downtown and Wise Guys. I'll be opening for Steve Simone. Sweet. Yasmin Garza will be at the Jordan Landing location. You can go go to that one. That will be just the 29th, I think. And then uh, that same weekend, my buddy Jacob Lee will be up in in Ogden. So it's going to be a fun weekend of shows Check that weekend. Out, dude. It's a fun weekend of shows every weekend. But that's the only one that I can think of to promote right now. <laughs> if you've been enjoying uh, me hitting a wall... Uh, we would pre- we would invite you please subscribe to this podcast. Uh, gonna do the usual spiel. Uh, we would love it if you would rate rate us five stars is our jam. Give us a review please a one sentence review. It just it all helps us get visible on them uh, on the iTunes when it's making suggestions to people. If you cannot bear to do that, please for the love of God, word of mouth. Tell somebody you know about this show. Tell them. Tell them to tell them to come at me with your your non red sauce recommendations because I guess I. I should maybe expand my horizons a little bit, right? I think so. If you want to tell me about your non-red uh, sauce recommendations, 
later to the tater at gmail.com is our email address. We want to get them suggestions. Snappy, snappity. Bring it at us. It's like we're doing beat poetry in I'm, the 60s. I'm just, I'm running through like I, uh, I could do this in my <laughs> sleep now. Uh, before I do, before I put it all home, we're going to say that Blue Wave Theory does our music, Travis. Yes, they do. Uh, Extra we surfy. Usage. We appreciate it. Did I, did I hit it all there? I think so. Travis. More or less. This has been a, this has been a, just a ball. Hey, if, Real quick, if oh. you're li- if you're listening to this and, and you like have weird family Christmas traditions, we're looking for some uh, like holiday themes we can do for shows coming up. So send me a Facebook message or something. Send me your weird holiday traditions. Travis is looking for your weird holiday suggestions. It people. can be Thanksgiving too. It can be you know get at us online. Get it at can us be at New Year's. Email. Just plain get at us. That's right. So for uh, bad holiday traditions everywhere. This has been Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And don't forget to thaw your turkeys. And better Tate than never. I'm just riffing. You, you turned off You're, your microphone, but you turned... But I turned it back on eventually. Those headphones look very small on you. I know. They're, they're a little <laughs> tiny. I, I like them, though. They they're, were like $20. They're, they serve a purpose. No, yeah. Why? I mean, you don't... I, no one needs really good cans, as we call it. <laughs> I mostly just wear them just to make sure, because there was an episode where I, 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 I we had uh, Spencer King on, and I forgot to turn my microphone on, because I usually just do it with so two microphones. So you're saying you had a whole hour of just Spencer King? No, it was Spencer King and my buddy Jake, rough. who you met a few minutes that's ago. That's rough. Yeah, it was, it was hey, Spencer. Rough. And you can hear me like like I was in the corner being punished. Yeah. I want to talk too, guys. <laughs> you can just hear me picking picked up on oh, everybody I'll else's that. that. Did you post it? Yeah. Nice. I, I want to hear that. I was that like, sounds I, really I had fun. to post it. I didn't have anything else to put up that week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The fans demanded it. You need they it. did. It was did their favorite episode. There's <laughs> way less Travis on this <laughs> so one. Much. What's the name of this? This is Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'd call it Tate to the... Tate to the Party? <laughs> Tate to the... No, I guess it doesn't work the other way. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I should have done that because no. I uh, when, when I first came up with this name, actually, my buddy came up with the name, and I looked, and... There wasn't any current ones. There was one or two that ha- hadn't done episodes mm-hmm. for like three years. So I was like, all right, I'm in the clear. Nobody else is using it. Of course. And now there's like 10 of them on ah, iTunes. There's jerks. Ah, oh, yeah. It's like whenever a band puts out an album called like Forever. It's <laughs> like, did you not realize that 20 other albums have come out called Forever? But, you know, they, <laughs> people, they, look, people don't, they look up the artist, you know. Right. They look up Travis Tate, the man. The mythical comedy figure. <laughs> late to the party. All right. Now, why is it called late to the party? I don't know. That was just something we came up with, mostly because it seemed like everybody else already had a podcast at that point. I still don't have one. Well, am, you do now. You're on this one. Am so. I part of the Travis Tate experience? Yeah. yeah. Is that what the so new you need name to start of the show Skyping is? in? <laughs> is this? I, I've I've always wanted to do a podcast. When I was in college, I had. This is Adam Cousins, by the way. Hey, everybody. everybody. I, sh- I should probably be a professional and introduce my guest. Oh, I assumed you would have <laughs> dropped in some preamble. <laughs> I will. I will. This. I will for um, sure. <laughs> I was. I got a. My major in college was communication studies with like an emphasis in like radio and broadcasting. 
And then I got out of college and I was like taking around my little cassette tape demo trying to get a job. And I had this epiphany of like, I wouldn't want to listen to myself, <laughs> because, but mostly because I'd never done anything interesting in life. I was like 21. I'm like, and I didn't want to do like AM or like FM DJ stuff. I wanted to like be a talk radio <laughs> analyst. Like morning show? Yeah. Like really uh, telling yeah. it like it is. I still kind of want to be like a morning radio guy. But now we could. Like, I'd be fine man, not right, now. Right. You'd be great at now it. Now you realize you but don't have to be interesting. I, <laughs> but I believe, but yeah, I was like 21 and I was just like, no one, what is like, all right, so here's my thoughts on the current political climate of the day. It don't sucks. worry, I just, yeah, <laughs> fart into the microphone. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I abandoned that dream. And then uh, I got into Santa Pool, which was nice. But then a few years later, podcast came along. And for whatever reason, I've just never... Just never pursued it in any in any way. I've been a, I've been a guest on a handful, but and I think they're really cool. I listen to them all day every day. Um, that's why my writing's so poor. <laughs> but uh, I do. I should I should start one. Maybe it's kind it. of fun to do. Just even if you just get like one of these Zoom recorders and you just kind of talk into it, even if only you use it. Yeah. Because I've come back like when I'm editing and I'm like, oh, that was funny. I sh- I could use that in a bit. You know, just like a funny thing off the top of my head that I would have forgotten if it weren't recorded. You know you're, what I mean? You're like those comics who like try out bits in conversation, but they pull it in. <laughs> I don't try so them like, out. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you fine tune them. It's yeah, not the first. Yeah. 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 It's like, hey, do you hear? Uh, do you ever feel? Hey, Travis, I was watching this news story. This is interesting. By the way, do you ever watch the news? I was watching this thing. <laughs> Fibromyalgia or whatever. Once I was in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you do today? What did I? Oh, I went to work today. Yeah. And then, and then I came here. It was all right. I was done quite yeah. early. Yeah. Nice. Good for yeah. you. Man. Yeah. It's kind of cold out right now. It's actually, it was like 60 something degrees. So I was wearing shorts outside. I wear shorts outside pretty much every time I go outside. Yeah. You live in California though. <laughs> but even when I was living in Seattle and New York, it was oh, always, really? I, I just like, I have this, I, but I only, I only own one pair of acceptable outdoor shorts. <laughs> um, I have lots of like basketball shorts and stuff that I can wear just around the are house. Are they forever. camouflage cargos? No, they are. I got like four of those. They, they are cargos uh, and they have like the cloth belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like stock from old Navy. Uh, but they're, they're originally, they were Navy. <laughs> and now I think they're Navy with hints of orange, like no paint spilled on them or bleach, but it, it looks like it did. I've they're just had faded. them for so long. I think they, it's like the behind the knee sweat uh, <laughs> gets to them. They call that earning them. Really? Like, like people that have uh, the ripped jeans, yeah. if they just bought them and the tears are already there, you haven't earned them. But if mm. you put the tears in yourself by yeah. wearing them, yeah. you've earned them. They say that with flip-flops, too. Oh, that's interesting. I think it's pretentious. Well, it's like I have <laughs> like underwear that's crotchless, but not by design. So you didn't earn them. Wear and tear. Yeah. I, I burrowed a hole in those things. <laughs> it's not as romantic as the ones you buy in a store. No, I not so imagine. much. Not so much. The friction. Yeah. The friction just takes the the romance out of I it. I feel like we could get out of wearing underwear pretty quickly as a people. I couldn't. Really? No, I've got like these mesh underwear and I don't trust them. Hey, Aaron, I, what's up? Hey, Aaron. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'll take, um, what do you have on tap right now? Whoa, I'll take uh, that IPA you just referenced. And what was it called? Johnny's IPA. 
Johnny's IPA for when you need Ooh. a drink before you go on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage a, in the green room. That was a plug. You ever wonder Johnny's. what it's like to be a comedian? It's kind of like being <laughs> somebody in the crowd. That's about it. <laughs> hey, do you need a drink? All right, here it is. You have to order two. Just kidding. you do. I but that's they don't do that's that just here. Just because I have an issue, <laughs> I have to order. You two. have to order two. <laughs> I don't. No one's legally binding me to do it. I just have to do it. The last gig we did together, it was actually at an oh office gosh, building, the sure WeWork was. office in Pasadena, <laughs> and they had beer on tap. It's just so much beer. And so much beer. Everybody was drinking beer, but me. People will not be named had a lot of beer that night um yeah that was a lot of fun man uh yeah i saw you jacob lee was there yep. um who else is on that show steven latonin was there was danny jollis there i don't think danny was there some other really sure. funny comics uh john ozelay was on the that show it was a lot of fun if you would have told <laughs> like going into it you're like it's in an office building it's at and 5 like, p.m yeah <laughs> you're standing in front of a glass window with the sun behind you some people will still be working <laughs> yes you will be competing with people frustratedly looking at you from their laptops these are all things that you told me ahead of time and i still did it and, and it, it was, was really fun, fun. it was yeah. really fun yeah it was it was an office i used to have an office in and i wasn't even working i took that day off but then at like four i was like oh, i want to go see travis and i wanted i I, would, I live like a mile from there so i'm like i should oh, just okay. go do this set and so i just went i'm like hey i know i'm not working today but i'm gonna go to work anyway and my wife was thrilled about that um and yeah she needed a, a respite thank you aaron i'm excited and killed. i'm excited to try johnny's ipa Brewed fresh somewhere. I did a lot of crowd work on that show. Because yeah, but you knew everybody, though. <laughs> I know. That's true. It was kind of a gimme. I'm just, But, yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. That was nice. It was a fun show. It was fun. So we've known each other for, what, like probably six years or so? I'd say six. I think I met you... It wasn't at the club that will not be named. Yeah, it was. I think was? that's where we met, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we met uh, here in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I guess that was... I remember it was myself. I was working with uh, one of my best friends, Joe Mackey. Joe Mackey, yep. And uh, Seth Tippett was our MC. Yes, weekend. Seth. Good old Seth. And remember Tom Clark, another friend of mine, was working in. I love that Tom. Weekend, and he came down and hung out a little bit. But I met. I think that's where I met Spencer King. I met yourself. Um, All the legends of Salt Lake. <laughs> I definitely met you the next year when we came back. It might have only been six months later, and we were at. Yeah, um, it was a pretty quick turnaround. Was it West Valley? The West Valley Club. Yeah, that was really I nice. There, we met some. I can't remember their names. Maybe you know, t- like two of and sincerely and. and Aaron's right up there as well. I just met her tonight. Two of like the nicest waitresses I'd ever met in any comedy club. Um, Probably Sydney and Jen. Yeah. And one of them moved to Portland and we stayed in touch. She's just so nice. She's back now. Okay, nice. Uh, Yeah, it was just it was just wonderful. That was a great club. And then and then we just stayed in touch. And I I find you to be hilarious. And I always Uh, love talking with you. Um, You'd never actually seen me do stand up until until Pasadena. I think I've seen you do stand up. No, I wasn't on any of those Mackey shows. I feel like I've seen you. Maybe I've just seen clips. No, just converse. Maybe, maybe yeah, on YouTube. Maybe. Did you YouTube I, I stalk over, me? I don't. You know what? I don't like to. Be Your voice people. got higher, so I, don't I know like to befriend you're people stretching. unless they're funny. That's kind of a. That's thing true. For me. That's not true. I have so many unfunny friends, <laughs> uh, including Jordan Macon, who will be here tonight. <laughs> no, I'm going to meet Jordan for the first time tonight. Isn't that wild? Uh, you're going to love him. I had an idea Jordan for a is, podcast. Actually, Jordan is Jordan like myself. He's like an Ewok. Oh no! That became a, a large human. I actually really like you. He's very pleasant. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, they get a bad rap. I, I, I still to this day think Ewoks are cool. I think 
I used to really like Ewoks. They were like my number one in the whole Star Wars canon. <laughs> when that movie came out, I was six, so it was perfect for me. You were probably like just barely being born. All You're... right, let's see. That would be 1983. 83. 83, because 77 was New Hope. That's the year I was born. Was Jedi. And so, yeah, then 83, I was negative one. Uh, you were born um, in 84? Yeah. Wow. Just like uh, George Orwell. You're two years younger than my youngest sibling. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm a baby. Dang. But don't worry. It, I look very old <laughs> due to Johnny's IPA available so, all around the greater Salt Lake area. People tell me I still look, I look younger than 42, but I think it's because I've looked this way since mm. I was like 15. I would have I guessed, have not changed in like almost 40 years. Yeah. I would have no, guessed, 30 years. I would have guessed you did. You could, you could honestly say... And I'm not just blowing smoke. You could honestly say, if you told me you were 29, I would say, huh, okay, I could see that. I should probably lie then. Yeah. I should stop telling people that I'm 42. I would not believe you any older than 42, though. Like, if you said 43, I'd be like, I think you're trying to. That's the cutoff. I think you're trying to get a discount at Golden Corral. (laughs) One day I'm going to wake up and I'm suddenly going to learn. (laughs) 43-year-old discount. (laughs) One day I'm going to wake up and I'm suddenly going to look like 60. It's yeah. just going to be like, oh, there it goes. It went. I. It's I, not like I, I look like Keanu Reeves young. It's just, mm. I think it's because I'm chubby. I think it, it, it puffs everything out a little, gets the, gets the wrinkles out. It hi, you, you. I feel like you've lost a lot of weight, though. Mm, so I've lost. showing. Since I was in California, I've lost like probably, I think like 10, 15 pounds, somewhere in there. Okay. What What's the cause? What happened? Uh, nothing happened yet hopefully it's the i don't want anything to happen that's a that's probably a better yeah. <laughs> reason to do it i just got as big as uh, i had well, ever my, been my foot got cut off and uh <laughs> that's the, the secret says, like, legs know, weigh uh, like 10 15 pounds guys <laughs> i tried to do this joke for a while that i really liked it but it never really worked for me about like just going on stage and just telling everybody that like i'm that which is true. I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. But like, I was going to stop telling crowds that because they have no idea. I'm yeah. like, I should just say, I just lost 60 pounds and everyone goes nuts. <laughs> you for know? sure. No, they will. They will yeah, for sure. They, people love a, a nice story like that. I remember I, I was. I'm That's usually, why I didn't tell the joke because there's really no punchline. As an adult, I've usually been around like 285. Okay. I'm currently over 300. Okay. But there was a point uh, at doing stand-up, I actually got down to like 265. Ooh. And I'd be like, hey, and, you know, I just lost 20 pounds. And people would start clapping. And I was like, yeah. well, I'm not going to say that anymore. I don't, want them, <laughs> I don't want them to clap for me. I Thank want them to laugh goodness. at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like um, it's, it's, it's an excuse for not having good jokes. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, don't worry. He, it's okay he hasn't been writing. He's been saving his own life. <laughs> I figure I'm going to have to lose weight just like for health reasons eventually. And if I get any bigger before I do it, when I lose it, I'm going to look like a beanbag that somebody just climbed out of. Oh, like the flaps. <laughs> yeah. Just like like this sunken mm. shape. So I was like, I, I might as well do it now while it's still kind of like pr- proportional a little bit. <laughs> That's why I stay bigger because I don't want, I don't want the excess skin. That's yeah. my excuse. <laughs> Although that doesn't happen for everybody. No, I I think the people that have excess skin were like 600 pounds. Really? Yeah, I think they were a lot bigger than us. Usually the body's made to contrast and abstract. What's the contrast and... 
retract. Don't retract, know. yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's skin talk with this is, Travis and Adam. This is doctor doctor this talk. Is, are you a doctor? Yes, I am. Have you thought my doctor? I'm a doctor of love. I have a daughter, <laughs> and she's two. And she said the other day she wants to be a nurse when she grows up. And my that's my, noble. My mother in law's a nurse. I have a cousin who's a nurse. You know, that's a it's a great profession. I don't know anything about it. About nursing? Yeah. I think nurses really do all of the work, especially the really hard stuff that the doctors don't want to that's do. That's what they say. <laughs> they definitely say that. That's and my that's I have no my... reason to not believe them. I just don't know. Just from being in hospitals or seeing it happen, mm-hmm. it seems like they're doing all of the really hard work. And the doctors just come in with a clipboard and go, yep, looking good, <laughs> looking good. <laughs> You're right. If you need to be cut open, I'll come back in here. <laughs> Otherwise, see, no, the nurse the will take care of it. That's also, that's not the doctor. Yeah. That's another department. That's my, a surgeon. My second child, when he was born, the doctor wasn't even in the room. Hmm. We found out later it's because he was addicted to meth, and that's, he was... The doctor? Yeah. Yeah, that's why he wasn't Why would why they ever tell there. you that? Uh, I th- it's because my mom worked at the hospital. She oh, found oh. out when he, when he, it, all the cards eventually came crashing down and he got fired. And that's when we found out, oh yeah, wow. he was addicted to meth. And I was like, oh, that's probably why he wasn't there. A nurse delivered, delivered my, wow. my middle son. Okay. A friend. <laughs> I was like, do we get a discount? Cause he wasn't even here. Why do I need to pay him? Wow. I'll pay you cash. Wow. A friend of mine who I grew up with her mom, when she was like in her, I think mid to late fifties got addicted to meth. And I've heard it's incredibly addicting, so I'm not trying to trivialize that at right. all. But I'm always, I'm always curious where that first hit comes from. Like, like who's offering this lady meth, and she's like, "All right, I've got a grandchild." I wonder if they don't, <laughs> if they don't know what they're taking the first time. Maybe a lot of times. Maybe because you can't, like, if somebody said, "Hey, I got some meth. Do you want some?" I'd be like, "No, thank you." Yeah, I, I can't imagine I would be any kind of tired where I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll just try it once." Hey Spencer, hey, come hey, on. We're talking in. about meth. Oh, here, Spencer, we were talking about you a little earlier. How are you, Spencer King? Everybody has joined. See if the I can podcast. turn a microphone on while Let's we're get going. A mic on oh, for we can't. Oh, really? Well, Spencer will now play Hang the on. role I'm that gonna, you had. I'm going to stop it and okay. I'll edit these together. Hoped would happen. And now we're recording again. This is what Spencer hoped would happen when he walked in to a dream room <laughs> that a podcast would just be rolling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Now we're here with Adam Cousins and Spencer King. Spencer King. Who we said nothing but nice things about earlier. Nothing. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> we were talking about apparently a very famous podcast um, that Travis did that Travis's mic wasn't on. And it was just you and Ian. <laughs> and Jake. Jake. He does oh. look like an Ian, huh? Doesn't he? I thought he was. When I saw him, I'm like, that guy. That guy's That's Ian. Ian. He doesn't like using his full name on the podcast. Maybe we'll it? just change it to Ian. <laughs> It'll just be a pseudonym. Does he pseudonym? have creditors? Right? Why doesn't he use his I don't know. name? I don't know. You should explore. You should just like maybe he killed somebody. For I don't an know hour about he's why. like the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> yeah. <He's>, should <laughs> I see that some... movie? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> What's it about? Finish your thought. It's about, it's about somebody stealing another person's identity. So was and he it, not Mr. Ripley? No. Well, sorry. <laughs> was internet. he in fact Spoiler. talented? <laughs> He huh? was talented, though, right? Yeah, yeah, he was All talented. Right. Well, he must be. I think stealing identity would be one of the either the easiest thing in the world or the most challenging thing you could ever do. Yeah, it depends on the identity, I guess. Yeah, because if you steal someone who's very prolific and successful and just always out a real a real gadabout, <laughs> that might be that might be a lot of work. But if I tried if to convince took... somebody I was Morgan Freeman, it might be a hard man. A hard thing to do. You would have an uphill battle, my friend. <laughs> But if you're just like, I'm, uh, man, who's a, 
who's a real bum. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Hobbs. Say. You could you could get by. You could get by for quite a while. <laughs> Nobody would be the wiser. Nobody. Just referencing Salt Lake City comedians all day today. Yes. Just something real quick. Yeah. Have you, either of you seen The Mandalorian yet? No. Uh, I've seen the first episode. Okay, no. that's the only episode I've seen too. You haven't seen it? No. Okay, we Disney won't talk Plus about it yet. You can talk about it. It's Boba Fett. There's a baby Yoda. It's not it. Boba Fett. It's not Boba Fett. It's not Boba Fett. It's a it's a I've just Mandalorian. Seen it's like a western. It's really cool. Yeah. We won't go into it too much because you can go. I you don't... know that there's a baby Yoda. We we yeah. try not to spoil that in the last <laughs> at the first part of this episode. <laughs> it's so out there now. Yeah. There's a baby Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> I a photo. Of. I like. Oh, okay. I saw that. And I but was this like, is helpful though because I was like I, thought I was like, is this Gremlins? Because someone posted the photo midnight. of the baby baby Yoda in oh. reference to it, and. My timelines got screwed up because I'm like, well, okay, I know, I know, Bo- Yoda is supposed to be whatever, 600 years old, whatever, yeah. and Boba yeah. Fett is not, and so right. I'm like, how are they? How's my baby? But then you're like, it's not Boba Fett. It's, it's also not Yoda. It's it's what? a cre- it's from Yoda's species, which nobody really knows anything about, and they also mention in the episode that he's 50 years old, the baby. What? That you know, different species age differently. Oh, so this this baby is yeah. 50 years old. So it might not even be a baby. It might be like that. What's a 50 baby? Year old? From, <laughs> it's a 50 year old. It might be like the baby in Roger Rabbit. You know, maybe oh, it just yeah, like yeah, starts just, smoking and slapping. Hey, give me a stogie. <laughs> it starts slapping women on the butt. You know, <laughs> that baby was. Let's talk about that movie. For Gino Carano. <laughs> that was a racy baby. It was. <laughs> that whole movie had a, a real edge to it. Yeah, dude. Jessica Rabbit. She yeah. was. There is very, very attractive. Tops, man. Who are your favorite? We don't need to get like racy, but like, who are your like favorite like animated female characters? Animated female character Jessica Rabbit's got to be right up there. She's got to be right up there. Yeah. Oh god, I don't know. I mean, thinking like old school Tila from He Man. Oh, I don't know Tila. You don't know Tila? No. Oh, I'd should, probably recognize. You should her be savvy with Tila. I liked old school Shira. I watched old school. Shira yeah, Shira was pretty hot. What about the uh, what about what what's that movie with all the animals that came out like two years ago? Oh, uh, Zootopia. What about the bunny in Zootopia? The bunny. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people would probably. Well, if you're <laughs> gonna go bunny, cute. what about Lola Rabbit from Space Jam? Yeah. Lola Rabbit. Yeah, a little sporty. Yeah. She was fun. <laughs> yeah, we got. I feel like there's one that we're. I mean, Laura Croft has always been around. Well, there's all the anime women too. There like, is all the anime yeah. women. They're almost like too perfect. What about like? Is there? Lois Griffin's not bad. <laughs> oh, Peter. Not, not the number one pick for me, but... <laughs> I think Marge Simpson's hotter than Marge Lois. Marge Simpson is hot. <laughs> no, Spencer's oh, disagreeing me. with that. <laughs> just I like her sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Selma and what? Selma and... Uh, Patty. Patty. Patty and Selma. Yeah. Patty and Selma. Yeah. Golly, I didn't know we were going to be getting quizzed on our... Simpsons trivia. I feel like there's yeah. We can, but we can shouldn't revert. like everybody who grew up in the '90s like know at least about the Simpsons from the '90s. Like I didn't watch episodes? the I didn't watch the Simpsons until I want to say early 2000s. Oh wow! Really? And so there's probably more than I've watched a lot now, mm-hmm. but I'd say there's probably over half of the episodes I've never seen. Oh wow! They're all on Disney I've Plus never, now. Well, gonna, I, this is <laughs> this whole segment is Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I've never uh, seen the from about 2004 on. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. I know they're there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen them either. Hmm. 
I just kind of grew out of it. Like I, I stopped watching watching South Park. Spencer, I know, tells me stuff they do on there, and it sounds like it's still really funny. Yeah, yeah, it's still really relevant. Too. It's probably it's, <laughs> it's an issue that my wife and I have run into now with a kid is that like I don't have the energy to watch more animated programming. Right, like, that's all she watches. Well, it, and plus, so it's with like, a little if I'm going to watch something, it's not going to well, be a cartoon. Right. Well, and that's the thing is, like, my friend uh, doing great, doing good, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Guest starring Aaron. Uh, what was I going to say? You're oh. talking about animation and kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like my friend just he uh, just to name drop. Well, not to name drop, but to project drop. Project drop. Yeah. No, you know that. Uh, uh, Archibald's next big thing, or yes, I've heard of it. Yes, my friend is one of the co-creators. Oh, fun! And uh, I can't even like like I want to watch that with my kids, but I can't get my kid to get into it. Mm. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, come on, let's watch this. This is my, you know, my friend made this. I want to support it. <laughs> no, him. but my kid's like not into it. <laughs> it's hard when kids see cartoons and it's an adult cartoon. They're yeah, instantly right. like, I want to watch it. Nah, yeah, you yeah, probably shouldn't watch it. Yeah, that's not for you. <laughs> April O'Neil, you've got to look them up. There you yeah, go. There you go. Did you Google I hot look- cartoon <laughs> characters, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> You're on a watch list now. I Just am. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just, it's so worth like, it though. People know the uh, the Archibald's next big thing is not an adult cartoon. It okay. Is, it is a kid friendly. Oh, okay. Yeah, Some of these so I would have never to... thought about. You know, like I was never like a Scooby Doo guy, but oh, oh yes, list. Velma and. Uh, in the Daphne, Daphne. Daphne. I, I always like Velma better. <laughs> Wilma Flintstone, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen Have you ever seen girls cosplaying as Daphne and and no, Velma? No. Velma's always way hotter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know Velma. what it is. I don't Velma know if it's like the hipster thing. They both yeah. have skirts. I think it's the sweater and the glasses. Like yeah. I always like like a smart girl. So yeah. I think that's what it is for me. I, I was always like a Velma girl, just like I was always a Marianne over Ginger. Oh yeah, in Gilligan. Man, that's I don't have any point of. I, I've I, I've seen the show many times, but many times I'm not trying to brag. I've seen <laughs> Gilligan's Island many times. Uh, no, I don't really have an opinion on that. That was a show. very Donald Trumpy take. Man, just, I've seen hey, it many just many times. Just get it. Just wanted to get this out of the way. Banged them both. What happened nobody, to that guy? Nobody. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like he was on that. Very that you're fired show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's doing now. <laughs> he was in the wrestler, right? WWE Hall of Fame. He is in the yeah. WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. He Spencer, shaved you, Vince McMahon's head. You in the WWE Hall of Fame? I am not. I'm in the. Uh, I'm not in the WWE. I can't even say the name of the organization. <laughs> well, let's WWE. talk about WWE. I'm not a huge wrestling guy. I wasn't into like oh, I knew man, the that basic, was my thing. The I basic, you know, the really into it. The really famous Me ones, too. but but not uh, not too into it. Well, here's an important thing that you should know about Spencer. Is oh man, I want to say four years ago mm-hmm. I came here and he picked me up from the airport. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty big. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> I, this is before I realized that all of Salt Lake City is very manageable. <laughs> and, and I was like, plus, oh, man. Plus, I live like 10 minutes from the airport. So. <laughs> but actually, at the time, I didn't. I Well, no, I still lived pretty close, but... But yeah, we well, the, yeah, that was West Valley you took me out to. And yeah. Like nowadays, like I mean, today I was just like I got plenty of times. I just took that light rail in, which is amazing. Right. Um, it just dropped me off like a couple blocks from here. But there's uh, yeah, that was that was great. And then the last time I came here, I wasn't sure if I was going to get put up or not, and you graciously offered me your couch. And then uh, the club put me up, so I didn't. Know oh, doing cool. That. So, oh yeah, did you not? <laughs> no, no, like, no. I remember that. I remember that. House? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to remember. No, like we we have 
have like a guest room, so you would have had a bed and a bathroom. <laughs> well, I didn't stuff. know that. <laughs> There's a reason he offered you the couch. <laughs> I saw Travis Tate. We were talking about this earlier. Sorry, sorry, listeners. We Travis and I saw each other about a month ago in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer, the last time I saw you was probably right here with Gary yeah. Coleman. Did you come to that? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, there was that, and then uh, I didn't see you in Provo, did I? Uh, I think did you. Did you do a set at Jordan Landing the night before you went down? No, I never did. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I didn't I've see I've never it. been to Jordan Landing. You got to get to Jordan go. Landing. I should get to yeah. Jordan Next Landing. Next time you come, try for Jordan Landing. Maybe I'll go up there. It's I have a, a friend really working room. there this weekend um, oh, really? on the uh, Pump and Dump Tour. Oh, really? My oh, cool. friend uh, Amy Amy Cobb, Nick Cobb's wife. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Yeah, she's on the I Pump love and Nick. Dump Tour. Yeah, yeah I did dry bar with him. Yeah, he is... He is uh, the the husband of Amy Amy Albert Cobb, and she is half of Pump and Dump. So she'll be there this weekend. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So you guys were neighbors, right? Are you yeah. still neighbors? No, not anymore. He moved out to Van Nuys, which is not <laughs> terribly far, but just right. not my neighbor anymore. Right. Um, yeah, he used to live really close to me, and uh, our wives are friends, and our kids are friendly. They but they haven't been around each other that much. They would be friends. They get along fine. Yeah. Um, but they're not not hanging out every day. Yeah, he's in that dad's group, right? Yeah, he's in yeah, dad's okay. dad's dad's. Yeah. You're in that. Are you in Dad's Dad's Dad? No, no nobody. I'll get you in there. I didn't know it existed until right now. I'm kind of. Well, I'm kind of off Facebook mostly these days. Dad's Dad's Dad's. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's just a. It's just a group of dads working in. Well, I don't know. It's entertainment. Most people looks like yeah. they work in entertainment. Originally. There was Is it group. supposed to be secret and we just told everybody about yeah, it? No, no, okay. We need people in there. It's okay. very quiet. Um, there is a group um, that is more secret called uh, The Pile, um, <laughs> which is also known as Babies, Babies, Babies. And it is a it was a group just for entertainment industry moms. Um, ah. or originally, it started as female comedians who are moms or wives of comedians who are moms. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of spread out. And it's got quite a, quite a lot of high profile people in there nowadays. It's got a really big list of people. It's big and they've had to cut off who's allowed in now they only kind of let in people every so often um and then a couple so it's the raya of children yes <laughs> and then they but then they were all they were constantly talking about it and then like i can't remember it might have been nick but it might somebody one of the dads just started a dad offshoot of it mm-hmm. um actually you know what it was a guy from salt lake city um He's not a comic, but he's he's married to a, a comic and comedy writer. I'll remember his name once we're done here. I'll look him up. Um, and he started a group that's kind of an offshoot called Dad's Dad's Dads. Hmm. Or as I one time named it, The Guile. Like pile, <laughs> but gu- guys. Yeah. yeah. And then we thought about getting a Guile Street Fighter like name tags. And, <laughs> but we're not very organized. Like they, the women, they have like yearly retreats in the mountains for like three days that they go on and just do oh, camping wow. and workshops and stuff. Like we're not that organized. <laughs> We've got together once during that same women's getaway when we're all at home with the kids. And we're like, Can we all like, just get together and like freaking help each other. <laughs> But it's really nice. Yeah, we should add you to it. And if anyone is listening, uh, just, just message uh, Spencer or Travis or myself, and we'll get you in the group. We need um, – the only rule is you have to be a dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> Probably like a good dad too. Maybe not yeah, like a deadbeat yeah, dad. dad. <laughs> yeah, no whining also. And then yeah. you'll try to be helpful. We're, we're all about helping each other. Yeah. The deadbeat dads are all on the dating site, so yeah. <laughs> they're, they're busy. They're, they don't have time for private Facebook. They groups. have tons of time, Adam. They've got <laughs> so much time. <laughs> Spencer, what do you have coming up? 
Um, I have nothing coming up really. What? I just uh, I just worked with uh, Chad Daniels this last weekend, so that was ah uh, the Nature Boy. Yes, he uh, got to meet Brian Regan. And Brian Regan stopped by. He didn't text Jackie me and say, Cation, hey, Brian hey, hey, Brian Regan's coming photos. by. You should yeah. swing by. <laughs> it was a good weekend because Doug, lo- Doug loves movies on the That's at, a, lot. That's a that fun afternoon. weekend. Yeah, it was it was a great weekend. So I'm kind of like uh, taking it easy this weekend. <laughs> well, F you. <laughs> Adam Cousins is here. I don't that's know. right. No, it's, no. It's party that's time. Why, that's why. It's going to be probably gonna go up nice. to Ogden. <laughs> I'm probably going to go up to Ogden one of the nights. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see you there. Yeah. I'll carpool with you if you want. I'm going up there on the shows. Uh, <laughs> no <yeah>. big deal. <laughs> Name drop. Tomorrow. Oh, then I probably won't carpool because yeah. I probably will want to leave as soon as it's Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so I can get back As soon here. as humanly possible. How far away is Ogden? I've never been About up there. From minutes. here, 40 minutes. Okay, yeah. I rented. I didn't get one today. Like I said, I took the train in. But tomorrow, uh, after I check out, I'm going to go get my rental car from the airport and drive out there. I think nice. I think it's just a better just saved a day on the rental and saved some gas just took the train in today. Did you get a good lift in? You you mentioned you were lifting weights earlier. Uh, you know what? Thank you. I I did I would not say I got a good lift in, but I did something, Are which you is swole? more than I've done in a while. No, but I I ugh. I think I'm in a bad spot because I got, I ended up having a pretty good sweat. Okay. Um, but then I showered and I feel like it's just right under the surface. Like the second my hand touches the <laughs> mic, it's just going to pop out. It's, oh, I hate, I hate taking late showers after you've been like at really active and stuff. Yeah. And then you get out of the shower and you still sweat again. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> like my pores, they're just open right now. Oh, have you heard about this new craze about, you lift just like medium weight, not heavy or anything like that, but you lift it very slowly. Oh. So you're working, you're engaging the muscle all the way up, and then you also let it down really slowly. So you're engaging the muscle all the way down. So you're doing less repetitions. It's supposed to be better for your joints. Oh. It's it's kind of for older people like, like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, instead of, yeah. Just yeah, like I feel like when I being do a this, caveman. I mean, I don't really do it that much. But right. when I do it like similar, I feel like I get nothing out of it. It's just like I'm almost using the momentum. Like I'm not actually right. using the muscle. It's kind of in the, the huff or the... What's the word I'm looking heft? for? No, you the heft of it, yeah. The lift, the yeah. heft. Because you kind of use your whole body to get it up there, especially if it's super heavy. Okay. But this is just kind of engage it all the way through, do less repetitions. Okay. It's good for arthritis. <laughs> so I got a question about KSL here. All right, we're watching station. some KSL on the um, back of We're on a here. commercial now. But it's most TV stations, it's four letters. And, you know, yeah. west of the Mississippi, it's K. And east of the Mississippi, it's W. So, like, right. WKRP in Cincinnati or KTLA in Los Angeles. But, like, here's just three letters, K, S, and L. I would imagine it probably is WKSL. No. It, I don't know. I think no, be, it's KSL. Is it just but KSL? But then it's got one more that they're not telling us. They're also a radio station. Yeah. I wonder what – I'm going to look this up. And they've been years. around since the KSL. beginning of time here, I think. I think they were around before the indigenous people came to Utah. I just opened my phone. There's a big picture of Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> KSL call letters. Let's find out really quick. He. I can't wait to find out. Uh, As told ever, by Dick Norse. I don't know if I'm ever going to figure this out. It just keeps giving me King's College of London, and that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> so it's, oh, you know that's what? KCL. Uh, yeah, I typed it in wrong. <laughs> so KSL. All right, so... Uh, K, so K Salt Lake, obviously they're trying to play yeah. off that. Oh, okay, but they must not have been able to get C. Okay, <clears throat> in 1924, it changed its <laughs> call letters to 
KFPT for one year and then adopted its current call letters in 1925 after they became available with the S and L standing for Salt Lake. <laughs> after that, so it's officially KSL TV. I thought you always had to have four letters. Oh, the weird. radio station, they're, they're also related to KRSP, KSFI, KUTR. Yeah, they're, they're all radio stations that they own. Well, I don't, I've never heard of that before. But have you it, heard of KMFDM? No. It was a band in like the 90s. Oh, then I have. <laughs> I thought there was something else. I have heard of KMFDM. I've never heard a song from that, or maybe I have, but I'm not familiar with it. When I was a kid, they used to say it stood for Kill Mother Bleepin' Depeche Mode. That's, oh, they I don't think Depeche it actually Mode that much? No, I don't think that's actually what it stands for. I think that was one of those things like, like uh, when uh, my uncle showed me, oh, I've got this, this kiss tape. He's like five years older than me. And my mom's like, you can't listen to Kiss. It stands for Knights in Satan's Service. Whoa. <laughs> it's just something people invented. Yeah. Well, like, I remember in middle school being told the, the F word stood for something, too. Yes, it's, it's fornication under crown and king. But is it? That's what... <laughs> I think we all just believe that. I've never maybe, looked it up. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I've never looked up the etymology for it, but... it go, I have, but I, I forgot it. But it, it does go... It goes way, 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 way back. There are so many facts that I just accept that I'm just like, yeah, that because I heard it when I was 13. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And, I've ne- and now I have more opportunity to look up stuff, mm-hmm. and I've never done any of it. It's just so locked into my brain. I can't, of course, I can't think of any right now. But, um, yeah, pretty much just the F word. Yeah. <laughs> ben Washburn does this great bit about uh, how if you hear something three times, you'll start to believe it. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, it's so true. At, first, at first you're like, at first you hear it, and you're like, I don't know about that. I've never heard that before. And then you hear it a second time, and you're like, you know what? I have heard that before. And then the, and then the third time, it's you telling somebody else, you know what? <laughs> I heard this. Have you ever run into that issue where you hear something on like a podcast or something, and then you repeat it, and like you reference like, oh, my friend told me. <laughs> It's like something uh, Adam Carolla said. All, all the time, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember my friend telling me something about that. And they're like, wait, you, you mean on the Joe Rogan podcast? Genuinely, I'll be in the middle of saying it out loud when I realize where I heard it. Though yeah. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, I'm just going to throw it. It's like, I heard this somewhere. It must have been a friend. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> and then you can always blame it on that friend for stealing it from Bill Simmons. Or yeah. Hey, yeah. It's like, like oh, oh, he must have stole it from <laughs> yeah. called out. Oh, he's trying to pass it off like it was his what knowledge. What a jerky friend. <laughs> it's hard to come up with original thoughts nowadays. A guy in an old office of mine, I caught him. I never called him out, but I would. I used to catch him giving hot takes that I had heard <laughs> on the radio earlier that day. Like, oh, yeah, actually, uh, I'll make it reference local for you guys. Actually, I, uh, you know, I think the, the Jazz, actually, they could use a better point guard. And I'm like, I heard them talking about that. I, I heard that on KSL. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, uh, on KSL, no fourth letter. He was just <laughs> ripping it off. Yeah, especially if you listen to like ESPN because they have the same talking points like the whole day across all their shows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I've never understood that. That's how the news is now. You've seen yeah. that clip with all the Sinclair broadcasting yeah. channels yeah. where yeah. It, it's the same thing word for word yeah. Yeah. all over the place. Man, we got to do something. We got to take this country back. It's the dad's dad's dads <laughs> are going to take it all back. <laughs> We're going to march up there with strollers. And <laughs> we just need to join up with guns, guns, guns. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a Facebook group. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Adam, I've never actually asked you this. What got you into stand up to begin with? Uh, I was working as I was working in public relations um, at a small office in Seattle. We kind of talked about my radio thing, earlier. right? 
And so I got dreams of, of big radio <laughs> days. Yeah. yeah. And then I was working in PR. You were gonna hope you were trying to work at KSL. I was trying to. I was just trying to get out of that dang Seattle market <laughs> and get down to which is now, by the way, my favorite one I've told my wife many times I would move here into Salt Lake City. I love it here so much. Um but my wife's family lives there and she's not leaving anytime soon. Mm. Um, but we and my parents just moved to Southern California to be closer to us and the grandkids. So it would be really, really <laughs> right now. Ciao. <laughs> um, and uh, I was working at this PR or was, yeah, public relations for like uh, some film studios. But it was like a nor- regional office in the Northwest. And I loved how relaxing and kind of fun the work was. But... I wasn't good at the actual work, but I like the relaxed, loose environment. And so when I realized I needed to leave there, I started looking for more like kind of like every job I looked at. I'm like, could I have fun here? Could I be like this? (laughs) Do do you think they'd allow me to have fun or is it a little too tight and button? I was like 22 at the time, by the way. (laughs) And then I realized that I wanted to kind of get into like comedy writing. And I used to, when I was in college, I used to send out, a newsletter to all my friends from high school and family just giving me like a monthly update. I used to call it letters to the masses and just like, and people would always tell me how funny it was and like people like, but sincerely like, that's, that's actually funny. Adam, not just like being your cousin, you're your uncle. It's like, that's actually, you had some really funny lines. The cousins, cousins. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. We had so many Christmas. Let's get all the cousins, cousins together. Um, And we, uh, and so I was like, man, I kind of like to, and 30 Rock was big at the time, so you could get a look into the life of like a comedy writer. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, maybe I should give comedy writing a shot. And I'm like, I don't know how to get started in that. And then like, I think some, it was Steve Martin or someone was talking in like a book or a podcast or something about, well, it was pre-podcasting, but about um, that he started out as a stand-up or he started out as a writer and then got into stand-up. But somewhere or another, I realized that I needed to start out as a stand-up in order to get my writing. I thought that was the easiest way to get my <laughs> right. writing recognized. It was just like, because, you know, stand-ups, we all write our own stuff. And mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, that would be a good way to so. And I had just moved back from Los Angeles where I was going to college. And so I didn't want to immediately move back there. And I thought in my pre-podcast world, pre me doing any kind of possible research mind. Well, there's only two places you're allowed to do stand-up comedy, <laughs> and that's New York or Los Angeles. Yeah. And so I moved to New York. And I just I'd never done wow. an open mic before. Uh, I just moved out there. That's bold. Um, wow. I just it was <laughs> ignorant. I didn't know any better. <laughs> like, people people always give me like a lot of credit for that. They're like, wow, you really followed your dream. Ballsy. I was just purely just <laughs> dumb and didn't know. And I in hindsight I feel like I might have I probably knew better. I was just lying to myself. Well, let's see, where's the comedy stuff? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I was, and I moved out there and I was there for about five years and then I moved to LA and I've been there ever since, but it was, yeah, it was really just kind of like one plus one plus one and now I'm doing stand up. <laughs> and here you are. There's no great story. Stand up used to bore me a lot. Really? Like when I would watch like comedy when I was flipping channels or something and like Comedy Central would have stand up on, I would, I mm. couldn't, I couldn't get off that channel faster. Like I liked, <laughs> I liked sketch. I liked you know, kids in the hall. I like South right. Park. I liked, you know, Monty Python. And I liked, I liked all kinds of comedy. I liked the far side. I liked, you know, funny movies, weird Al. I liked everything comedy <laughs> except stand except stand up. Wow. <laughs> and so it's, it's odd. It's an odd little world that I'm in right now, <laughs> but it's been 13 years. So I'm probably not stopping anytime soon, <laughs> but now you get to write it the way you like it. Yes. That's the, that's the cool thing about stand up. Like anytime somebody goes, yeah, I don't like their stand up. Like, well, maybe you should try it. Yeah. 
you yeah. you write the brilliant stuff you want to hear that because if, if somebody else isn't doing it, maybe it's you. <laughs> and then I also say, but I do agree. But you do agree. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't like my stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't want people to start stand-up. Yeah. Anybody that's listening, don't start. We've got enough. We're There's full. a lot of it's comedians. Full. Join Jad's Dad's Dads. Yeah. But well, not comics, comics, it. comics. No, that is a Facebook <laughs> group that does not need anyone else. Do I have any, have any good bits? Are you going to do some bits? All right. Let's hear, let's hear some bits. All right. This is a new bit. I'm, I, I will do it on. I don't know if I'll do this one this weekend. I feel like. No, no, like Try it. it out here. Um, I'm, I hit a I hit a cat with my car the other day, <laughs> and I didn't stop. <laughs> and it's not because I'm not moral, but I don't know I don't know what the threshold is for stopping after hit and run. <laughs> you know, like a person, yeah, all right. Yeah, you know, a dog, obviously, but like a cat, <laughs> it could be stray, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Like, what's it look like? All right, is it long hair? Yeah, all right, it's beautiful, but like. Uh, like I got a guy honked at me though after I hit that, <laughs> after I hit it and like at the stoplight he at, he t- asked me if I knew I hit it and I was, I couldn't hide I was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so I need I don't know <laughs> but it was yeah I hit a I killed a cat could you imagine like having to search for the house of the owner of the cat it's like not a local like you go to the first house and knock on the door and they're like no we don't nope. have a cat <laughs> oh come on you go across the street do you know do you know Pete Corrielli yeah 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 I've never met him but I know the super name super yeah. funny yeah. he used to have this really funny bit about like you know helping someone look for their cat is kind of like helping somebody look for their keys and you just go like eh <laughs> no, sorry, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I saw a a bunny rabbit in the middle of the road today. It, it was definitely a pet rabbit. This was not like a wild rabbit. This was a big, like, fat, fat clean-looking, fluffy rabbit. So some kid, and I didn't hit it. By the way, it yeah, was no. already there. Oh, so it wasn't enjoying life in the middle of the road. No, it was dead. okay. <laughs> I thought you just like it was just waving at passerby. <laughs> there was a lot of blood around. Oh my yeah. gosh! It was dried though. It had been there for a while. <laughs> that's that's my new production company, Dry Blood. Dry Blood. Yeah, it's Dead really rabbit. not clean comedy. <laughs> <laughs> dry Blood taping in. What's the opposite of Provo? Uh, or Orvop? <laughs> the opposite of Provo has got to be like New Orleans or yeah, something, right? Vegas. Yeah. Or yeah, Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> what that's a, it. Wet. It's the opposite of a bar. <laughs> so you got w- w- dry, wet, yeah, d- wet church. Yeah, that wet sounds church. like New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we all like that. <laughs> Should we end on that? Yeah. All right, we're gonna call that good. Uh, this has been fun. Thanks, Adam and Spencer, for jumping on. Yeah. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. I hope I hope my twelve listeners enjoy it. No, no there's more. That. There's more than that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's too late now. You can just <laughs> like, oh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I asked you to be clear. I Travis was done recording uh, a podcast, and then I showed up, and I'm like, we go to a podcast, and he very graciously said yes. I oh, left nice. it out knowing that you might want to do it. That's kind so, of you. Yes. Thank you. That is very kind of me. Everybody, come shake my hand. Travis said, <laughs> "I'm going to start recording at 4:30." I showed up at. 545 <laughs> so it's really on it's on him to keep the mics hot it's okay man you just plug this thing in you don't even have to put batteries in it anymore See, so we need to talk good. more about this this is the second time we've got into how to produce a podcast <laughs> <laughs> 
the stuff everybody is really hoping to hear if they I, turn into late to the party <laughs> travis Tate. if i can do it anybody can do it do you want me to record you some um some outros yeah let's let's do it late to the party oh that was bad let's do it again that was late impressive. to the party with travis Tate. <laughs> i like it is that good yes yeah yeah i, I got a little scared and excited Oh, late to the party. Man, we should have stopped this one a while ago. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.